0: Okay, we're gonna start the meeting. Uh, Good evening and welcome to tonight's uh, meeting of the Design Review Committee. Uh, Madam uh, Clerk, could you please call the roll?
1: Member Cormain? Here. Member Kiesel? Here. Member Grouden. Here. Vice Chair Tomasello? Here. Chair Antelman? Here. We have a quorum.
0: Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, This is a time we set aside for public communication to talk about any item that is not on tonight's agenda. Madam Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak to us on any item that is not on the agenda?
1: I have no general public comment.
0: Okay, seeing none, then we will move on to the next item on the agenda, uh, which is a consent item. It's item number one, and this is approval of the design review committee, June 14th, 2023 meeting minutes. Uh, any discussion? Any issues? Uh, then we're going to need a, uh, a motion and a second.
1: Move to accept.
2: And I'll second. Okay.
0: Uh, Madam Clerk, please call the roll.
1: Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel. Yes. Member Grouden. Uh, yes. Vice Chair Tomazello? Yes. Chair Antelman?
0: I wasn't here, so I'm abstaining.
1: OK. Motion carries.
0: Thank you. Uh, we'll move forward to the next formal item, which is Project 22-01, Day Road Apartment Design Review, located at 54 Day Road. Um, has any member of the commission had any uh, ex parte communication concerning this project? Okay Since there's none, we'll move forward. Uh, staff, c- uh, could you please make your presentation? Sure.
3: Okay Okay, I think it's working. Sorry about that. Good evening, members of the Design Review Committee. My name is Tyler Walter. I'm an Associate Planner with the City Planning Department. Item before you is agenda item number two, Day Road Apartments, Project 22-0161. Next slide, please. Subject property is located at 54 Day Road, immediately to the east of the Ventura College campus near the adjacent intersection of Day Road and Telegraph Road. The project would encompass the entire area outlined in red. Next slide, please. The subject property is surrounded by a mixture of residential, commercial, and educational uses as depicted in this slide above. The architecture found in this area is of predominantly contemporary architecture, which the applicant has replicated in their proposed project. Next slide, please. For a frame of reference, the yellow outline represents the location of the existing project and the red outlines nearby existing or entitled projects. The closest project to the Day Road Apartments project is the Tides project, which is located directly south at the intersection of Telegraph and Day Road, as shown above. Next slide, please. The existing site is composed of a single-family residential home, which would be demolished for the construction of the apartment complex. Per a five-day posting by our independent consultant, the Historic Resources Group, the existing single-family residence was determined not to be architecturally or historically significant. The property itself is currently bound by fencing on the northern, eastern, and southern tiers of the property. Sidewalk of about three feet wide width exists currently along Day Road. Next slide, please. The proposed building would be a total of 15,176 square feet. With multi uh, as, as a multi-family residential building, there would be 26 units, four of which would be low-income units, and there'd be 40 parking spaces provided. The three-story building would consist of ground floor parking. The second story would contain of would contain the first floor of these two-story apartment units, as well as a courtyard, and the third story would contain private decks and a second sto- and pr- private decks and second story of the apartment units. Next slide, please. The building design incorporates block-like elements with variations in the color and material to break up the massing and bulking of the building. It features off-green standing seam metal and white stucco accent walls on the second and third floors to alleviate the structure's bulkiness. The first floor uses western red cedar wood and black metal finish for the vehicular entrance. Large black finished aluminum windows bring in natural light and add variation to the wall planes. Bay windows exist along the eastern and western sides of the building, as well within the courtyard, and are staggered by a foot and a half, cre- creating a visual effect and adding rhythm to the building's facade. Third-floor decks and bay windows facing the interior courtyard are staggered by two and a half feet, creating private balcony spaces with black aluminum railings, safety with black with safety black aluminum safety railings. The um, repeated use of off-green standing st- standing seam metal and white stucco across all units maintains consistency with the break-in pattern using the red cedar exterior. Next slide, please. The following diagram depicts the types of materials to be used for the construction of the building. Next slide, please. The be- The building features open space in the central courtyard of the second floor, complete with seating areas and planters. Additionally, a small seating area is located on the ground floor in front of the study room facing Day Road. According to the 1997 design guidelines, each dwelling unit should have its own private open space. This project satisfies the requirement as all 30 units include private open space with decks measuring approximately 67 square feet, existing the recommended size of 48 square feet specified in the 2008 design guidelines. Next slide, please. The following shows public improvements for the proposed site. This includes, even though it's not shown in this plan itself, nine-foot-wide sidewalks with a five-foot-wide sidewalk along the four-foot-wide parkways with two street trees facing Day Road. Additionally, there would be citrus trees and various canopy trees planted in the rear of the property. Next slide, please. Staff is seeking the following input from the design review committee regarding landscape, landscaping, building materials, as well as downspouts and roofing. Next slide, Next slide please. Thank you.
0: OK, are you complete? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, committee members, oh, is there yeah. DO ANY the uh, MEMBERS OF THE DRC HAVE ANY QUESTIONS OF STAFF?
4: NO, BUT I HAVE A QUESTION OR uh, A REQUEST. Uh, WE we ALWAYS KEEP OUR PUBLIC TIMED TO the, THEIR THREE-MINUTE LIMIT, BUT WE ALLOW THE APPLICANTS SOMETIMES TO GO. WE'RE SUPPOSED TO BE 10 MINUTES WITH A FIVE-MINUTE REBUTTAL. SOMETIMES THEY GO FOR 35 MINUTES. I WATCHED A VIDEO THIS WEEK AND THE LAST ONE WAS, was OVER 35 MINUTES.
1: So I've been instructed to set a timer now for the applicant's presentation as well as public comment. Um, So if you heard the phone going off, I was trying to increase the volume so that everybody could hear when the alarm goes off. So when the alarm does go off, then the applicant presentation is over as well as public comment. So three minutes for the public and 10 minutes for the applicant.
0: Thank you. I can extend that time from 10 minutes if any of the members feel it's necessary. I don't.
4: If you can you should be able to present it in 10 minutes. Could
0: we request a hand up at 2 minutes and
5: 30
1: seconds? Just so we know where are going Janice are in the Um I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. You want me just to just be like. Well, we stand right there. Okay.
0: Thank you. Sure. Okay. Is the applicant present? And do? I, I have one other
2: question for staff. Um, in the. In the packet materials, I'm seeing an architectural plan set, but I don't see a landscape plan set. And there's some specific questions related to, you know, asking about the landscaping and is it adequate. Um, Is that, was there one submitted? I also didn't see civil plans.
3: A landscape plan was submitted in the planning packet. We didn't receive civil plans, just architectural plans showing the location of the apartments and the dimensions of that as well as. plant plant trees and where they'd be planted?
2: The, The project plans link in the agenda does not have a landscape plan associated with it. There's also no Sheet index, so I'm not sure I wasn't sure if it was included or not
0: So we have an incomplete package is what you're saying
2: I Guess is my question
3: should be in there.
6: Yeah. Give us a moment to just take a look and and confirm what sheet that's on. So it looks like there is not a landscape plan in the packet, Um, what I'd suggest doing is having the applicant make their presentation and perhaps they can speak a bit more heavily on the landscape plan itself, Um, and then if you should choose to, you know, need more time to review that, we can continue to the next meeting if you need more time to look at the landscape plan. Otherwise, if you feel that the presentation and the information that's provided to you during this meeting is enough to make a determination on your recommendation, then we could move forward.
0: Well, it's gonna be pretty hard for us to, to really provide review comments if we don't have a complete package. I would, I don't know how the rest of the committee feels. I, I'd rather have the applicant come back with uh, all the material that we need to do a complete review.
7: I, I second that. This has happened a couple times now, where we haven't had the landscape was missing.
0: Curtis, would you prefer to see a complete package or um, go forward? No, of course I want to to see
4: everything. I concur. They should have a
0: complete package. Okay. Uh, do we need a motion for a continuance then? I, I wouldn't
2: continue this. I, I think it, if the package isn't complete, I'm I'm happy to to have a to give comments, um, uh, if that's would be helpful. Um, but as far as making the recommendation, I, I, I don't know. I guess that's my question. And I, I'm happy to hear from the applicant to see if there's been some misunderstanding here.
0: Member Kiesel, can you provide review comments uh, without a landscape plan?
7: No, is the uh, landscape architect here today? No. OK. So now he's. Yeah, it's hard for me to give comments. If, if the landscape architect was here, I could, you know, ask questions and expect a presentation, but I don't have
0: that. Well, if we're going to do a continuance, we need a motion and a second. Uh, I'd
8: prefer to give some comments because it doesn't sound like it's the applicant's fault that we didn't get the full package. So should we penalize um, for that?
0: Well, maybe. Or at least
8: be able to give them some feedback.
0: Listen to a motion and Do you have them.
9: Yeah. I have a landscape plan, I just don't know how to go about sharing.
2: Um, is it possible? Yeah, it. either email it or project it, and, and perhaps the applicant can walk us through that in their presentation.
0: Or at the very least, can member Kiesel look at your screen as well? Yeah, and ask his questions.
4: Yeah, but why is it just committee member Kiesel? Oh,
0: that's. that's
10: I know. I can.
9: So I can do is is I I can project it up to the screen. Um, If everyone wants to wait a minute, I can print it out as well. Which no. Okay. Um, So I can project it up to the screen. I do have several sheets of landscape plans.
0: Okay. Do you need a recess to do that?
9: Oh. I mean, it'll take a minute, but um, they are there. So do you want to look at them now, or do you, would you like to go to public comment first and
0: then come back? Well, the next step is for the applicant to make his presentation to us on the agenda. So uh, if we're talking about a minute or two, uh, we'll just do a recess until you tell me okay. you're ready to display the information.
4: It's okay. I I mean, I I trust Jack the most, but on the other hand, I think we should all see it. So I think put it on the screen is fine.
1: I'm going to post them as a supplemental packet to the agenda, and then you guys will be able to access them from your tablets. That would be great. It'll just take me a minute to create a cover sheet and get it posted, so maybe...
4: Maybe I should have taken the iPad. No, it's probably on. I can, I can get to it, actually. The Here's the landscape architect now.
2: Just in time.
4: We wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> To the go on to on here. it'll be on. She's going to put it uh, attach it to our so, um,
7: the agenda center.
4: Well, it's, you have the agenda open. No? I don't have the uh, I don't have your guys' go right. Kind of on my own oh, yeah. on, right? Okay, yeah, the one time I bring you an iPad. This is my first time using one. Yeah, maybe we should have a little uh, how do we use an iPad? I don't use it. Uh, this is actually from my office, but it's not me. No,
11: no.
4: So do you have this one, the special meeting? That one? Yeah. Well so, Great, it's perfect timing
6: for it's
7: for <laughs> oh, there it is again, yeah.
4: Uh, there's somewhere in here she's going to attach it.
0: We good.
1: We're almost there. It okay. just takes me a few minutes, so please just bear with me.
0: That's why we pay him so much.
4: You can project that show up there and we can all watch.
12: It wasn't mine. I swear, it wasn't mine. I think it was you.
4: chain i just don't
3: It. It's
7: not,
1: it's not. Okay, two minutes.
0: he wants to go to his job. Started today. Yeah, I was worried about traffic getting yeah. here.
4: Yeah. Oh uh,
0: Yeah, and parking.
4: Yeah. I'm going to Beck on Monday night mm-hmm. and it's at the form. I'm going to see Beck in Phoenix. Yeah oh. on Monday night. And Taylor Swift extended her concert her show to Monday night also. So <laughs> They're already sending out messages that you're not going to be able to So, my daughters are going to tell her stuff tomorrow. And I'm using a ride to drop their mom out. Like there's, you're never going to get in. So, if there's two concerts, one at the form, one at SoFi, that's it's going to be a nightmare. It's I don't even know and, that And, and earthquakes.
7: Five. Don't forget the earthquakes. The Swift, quakes. The Swift quake quakes. Swift quakes.
4: Swift quakes. 2.3 magnitude. Yeah. I have one that's a little paranoid. She's worried about a uh, stampede. I know. Um, uh,
6: They're going to
7: have like
1: 100,000 people in that place. I'm not
7: interested. So far, yeah. I uh, go to the agenda center or the i going to i guess i think i the
0: Be this project here a to Gay Road. guys is nice. <laughs> I'm Profe-
7: <laughs> <laughs> professional tapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. You got it. You got it
2: here.
13: Yeah.
2: Supplemental. Got it. There were yes. civil plans
0: too. Though. Okay, I'm, recon- I'm reconvening the uh, meeting. I assume the applicant is here, and you wish to make a presentation. Please do.
14: All right, is this one on? Can you hear me?
1: Don't they usually sit here? Don't the doesn't the applicant sit here? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can hear that. Yeah.
14: The last time I was trying to do it the podium. And then be sure to speak into the microphones, guys. Are they on? Are they? Yeah. yeah Good evening. uh,
12: uh
14: Sorry. um Good evening. I want to start... Can we uh, pull up my uh, presentation? Uh, This is it, yes. Um, This is uh, Day Road Apartments. It's uh, directly across from the East parking lot at uh, Ventura College. Um, The concept behind this project is that it um, could be used for the students and faculty of Ventura College. They're all one-bedroom uh, townhouses and uh, with a courtyard, we go to the next slide, please. Um, one more. With a center courtyard, there's ba- basically three separate courtyards down the middle, each having a, a different function, but the overall function is just to create community. Um, we've got like the first one is going to be like a, a barbecue area, and then we have a communal table that might be used for s- studying or just hanging out and then we have one that's more planted in in the back um, go to the next slide um, we have butterfly roofs and flat roofs a mixture of both um, all of the uh, gutters and downspouts will be uh, concealed because we're already going to have uh, roof drains and uh, courtyard drains next slide yeah we use a mixture of Corrugated metal, stucco, and wood for the majority of it. Um, We have um, not only do we have the courtyards in up top above the parking, but we have a little seating area in front of what's proposed to be a quiet study room for any students that uh, live here. And in the back, we have more of a kind of backyard feel with a with a barbecue. Next slide. Go one more. Um, this is the stair down to the backyard area that has a, a barbecue and some turf. Um, next slide, one more. And these are these are images of what the courtyard feels like. the The top left is the front of the courtyard with the barbecue area. The uh, bottom left is the center courtyard with a communal table, and then the other one's more of a piece, the top right is the, more of like a peaceful just kind of sit and read a book area. Um, and then the bottom one is the uh, backyard area with the turf and the, and the barbecue. And that's my presentation.
0: Anything to add, Brian? Uh, no, I'm just here for questions. I want to make a general presentation of the landscaping concept.
11: I, I think you already did it. Um, I, I, can, I can add a little bit. Um, there are um, several existing trees in the, yeah, I guess you all know the location is behind where Little Fresh and Easy is or anything. Um, there are there's a row of, of small kind of pruned um, um, hawthorn trees along that right on the property line against a wall so there's a wall there are trees on the parking lot side there are large trees in the parking lot and then we've added a few trees in between but that's pretty well screened on that side and then at the back of the property, you can see if you go back one slide. There you go. Um, the the turf area in the back is just meant to be one of those multi-use areas, so that there's lots of room if people have pets or if you know they have kids and want to run around. It's one bedroom, but still, it's a it, it's a pretty pretty decent scaled space. And then the front is much more urban, as he pointed out. Uh, and then the the second floor courtyard. Uh, design it's a it's a linear courtyard, but the objective of breaking it up into different rooms. And that's it.
0: Do any of the DRC members have questions of the applicant?
7: Yeah, I have a, I have a question for the landscape architect. Um, as far as on the ground floor lawn area, I noticed you had just one grill. It's a it's a fairly long barbecue unit. Did did you consider having additional grills there, or
11: that usually is up to the you know mm-hmm. sort of the operator when we get down to construction drawings. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like to design in long counters because they're very useful uh, for people to line up food. Like you know that you're not actually you could bring food down or you could have food catered in. Um, there's a lot of different uses for those. Um, and there's a barbecue on the podium too.
7: Yeah. What what kind of lawn is that? Is.
11: Um, to be determined. I don't know what it says on the plan. It could be a I mean it could be a native lawn, it could be um, artificial turf, it could be you know, regular turf. It's in a pretty protected spot, so it's going to not be a heavy heavy water consumer. And
0: Enhan- enhanced paving. I'm having a it's, it's by this barbecue and table area. That's yes. the only place you have.
11: Yes, and that's a permeable um, sort of a, um, well, permeable unit paver that would be in multiple colors
0: probably. Uh, any thought to light wells to get some natural light down into that parking area?
14: Uh, no, we didn't consider that because we just didn't want people looking down into the, into the cars. Um, it's got a pretty generous... Lobby for bringing people in and a lot of open. This is more than 50% open to the sunlight so that we won't have to mechanically Ventilate it. So there's gonna be a lot of light coming in from the sides front and back
0: And how are you lighting? I'm sorry. How are you lighting this garage at night?
14: There's gonna be ceiling mounted lights
0: Mechanical equipment
14: Mechanical equipment, we're just going to do uh, small heaters within the units, um, and nothing on, nothing on the rooftop except for vents and, and uh, PV, solar, solar panels.
4: William, I have a question. Um, what is it, you, you have, uh, what do you call in a courtyard? What, what is the distance from balcony to balcony on the courtyard, and then where you tighten up um, from bal- and balcony to balcony?
14: don't remember the exact actual
4: actual yeah, distance. You, you, don't have, you don't have any dimensions on it, but it looks really yeah. tight. They are, there. I
14: think it's about, I mean, especially in the center area, those are pretty close, but I think the other sides are about 18 feet apart.
4: So the college, college kids are gonna be jumping from one to the <laughs> other, or maybe the if there's any 16 year olds in there? Um, so what, what'd you say?
14: I didn't know. The, the, the wider balcony area is about 18 feet. And I think the uh, other area is somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 12 feet, maybe.
4: This is 12 feet.
14: Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a little tighter than that.
4: Looks like about six. Um, so is that is that done on purpose? We were like, just it's almost, tr- it's almost a bridge.
14: Yeah. Well, well, the balconies being so close was not necessarily on purpose, but it was uh, us trying to create not just one linear courtyard without kind of breaking it up. So I felt like a different, different. Squeeze
4: wor- it, open it. Y- exactly.
8: It.
1: Oops.
7: I have one more question to the landscape just on the second floor. I noticed so you got two species of well, trees, three, and you have the um, tabuyas on two tabuyas on one side. Then you have the the olives on the wizard. What was the reasoning behind how the selection of those trees around these particular um, spaces?
11: Well, the olives are are very farm-giving and mm-hmm. and they're evergreen and and sort of make a large statement. So the intent was to have those where they, you know, basically break space. And then the tababuya is a deciduous tree, which is, a, you know, briefly deciduous here, um, but but a little bit kind of more rangy and less architectural. So it could be anything. It's just what we have now.
4: I had a question on those too. So those are up on the podium, right? Mm-hmm.
11: And then that. The,
4: how big is the base? Just.
11: Um, well, the rooting area for most trees that's required, or in nature is about eighteen inches. So we like to see our planters be no shorter than twenty-four on a on a. On a deck or
4: a podium, and, the, and it's going to be raised. Mm-hmm. It's, it's raised, raise, oh, not, for not sure. below structured below oh,
11: everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, and you'll so. have drainage above and below. And um, yeah, typically for larger trees, we like to go 30, 36 with height of, of soil. Of soil. Oh yeah. well, of, 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 planter, of planter and then you planter lose, where yeah. You lose four to six inches at the top over time, and then in the bottom, if you have uh, drainage and stuff, you use a little bit of rooting area, but um, usually. 20 inches is enough, but we like to do more. And,
4: uh, so those will be actually pretty substantial trees on the podium?
11: Absolutely, yeah. And the, and the olives are, are really adaptable, kind of weedy trees almost. I mean, they're very, you can push them out of the ground. And they, the, the only way people kill them is they overwater them. They're very they're drought-tolerant.
7: And then what's, what's the material on the podium deck there that you guys are thinking of? Is what's that, the
14: I'm pretty sure it was a uh, scored concrete that is a uh, integral color.
4: That's it. I have
8: a question about the um, standing standing seam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is the depth of the seam?
14: Uh, I have got to rec- got a recall. I had a on my material board I have the the depth. I don't think it, I think it's only about an inch to inch and a half.
8: Because I noticed you have the, um, yeah. the, um, overhangs over some, several of the windows. So I was wondering how do you put those overhangs with the standing seam? Do you cut the seam or do you put them in front of the seam?
14: I Probably put it in front of the seam.
8: Do you have an inch gap?
14: Just have a, ga- a gap there.
4: Down. It can help you have a one inch seam. I'm sorry? I said I could help you. You have a one-inch. Okay, seat. thank
14: you.
8: <laughs> and so the surrounds around the window, are the windows inset?
14: The windows are inset.
8: And so what, what wraps there? Is it the standing metal seam the, material?
14: Uh, it's going to be probably not a standing seam metal material, but a metal material.
8: Okay, so how far do the windows are they set in?
14: A, a few inches.
0: That means two or more.
14: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the exact depth of what we're showing there.
4: And you don't have a, you don't, on that same line of questions, you don't have a, a detail of the window section?
14: We don't have a detail yet.
4: But, the, so the metal, the metal is going to be metal, then the, and the, and the uh, what is that? The white uh, sand, stucco. The stucco yeah. is going to be wrapped stucco?
14: Wrapped stucco.
0: I'm Any questions?
2: Yeah, um, just looking at it, I, I, it feels like a lot of impervious um, area. How are you dealing with stormwater uh, on the site?
14: Um, we have a, a stormwater management plan that we submitted. Uh, most of it's going to be going to the, the back area.
2: And uh, is it like underground chambers or what?
14: It, what I, I'd have to review it again, but I believe it's underground chambers.
2: Hence the limited area for, for landscaping, I assume, than back there, and why it's proposed. To that's the why, turf.
14: yes, that's underneath the turf.
2: Um, you had a, a roll-up door on your color materials board, but I, I didn't see that anywhere. Um,
14: they're they're in the community area, and on some of the uh, uh, I guess north north and south faces, they're just sho- they're just shown as closed. There's, there's Juliet balconies.
4: On the day, then they're on the day side then. They're on the day I side. Mean, not necessarily on the day side, but on the, the day they're, end.
14: They're on the, ex, they're on the exterior sides of the building. Uh, okay. If you look at the- Day and f- then wrapping.
4: Yes. On the day end. So if
14: right here on the front, you see there's four on the second level.
4: Oh, they're on the second level. That makes way more sense. Okay, so the, the lower level is just storefront.
14: The lower level is just storefront. And, that, and they're both community- One's a, the lobby one, and everything, and one's the other one one's, one's, one's a quiet more. study area. Right.
4: Okay. And then... Are you done? Committee member... You only have... on Your roof is going to be standing seam as well, right? Our uh, roof... black, The black stuff? The black stuff, yes. And then the white stuff is the PVC membrane that you have on here? Yeah, that's for the flat roof. And that's on the flat roof, and you don't... Okay, so you don't have the... Uh, I don't see the... The PVC, or the the, the standing, standing seam roof. roof. It's okay, I know what it is.
0: Your stucco parapet, is that Does that metal coping capping it or is it just a stucco detail?
14: It's probably gonna be metal uh, cap.
0: Okay, so be painted to match the a stucco. Be painted
14: to match the match. Ex- Exactly.
0: Just wrap it in stucco.
14: <laughs> we can do that
4: actually better waterproof refu- proofing nowadays is our, I,
2: I see that on the north and south sides you um, kind of on the sides of the building it's shown as a decorative paving or maybe even a permeable paving
14: it's, it's per- permeable uh, like uh, DG
2: okay DG. So are, are those primarily intended to be walkways? Um, I know that we you show the trees in there, so I was like, well, is it paving, or how well, is that going to work? Well, yeah,
14: it's DG, and we went back and forth with the, the fire department for quite a while about fire access, and they kind of want a little bit easier way to get down the sides of the building.
2: So all the ladder access up to the... the
14: yeah, the side. ladder access, and the, the, that our lot is deeper than 150 feet, right. okay. so we've got it.
0: Hello. If there's, uh, is there, if there's no more questions, we're going to, to move um, the, on. Well, oh, go ahead, Curtis. In your project, you're constructing
8: the perimeter wall as a board form concrete all the way around. So that's your wall? There,
11: there are, there's an exist, there's existing um, masonry wall on the uh, retail side of the building, on the south side of the building, or the, and then uh, at the back property line there is a currently a fence and that'll be replaced with a with a masonry wall and then on the north side um i believe that's going to be masonry wall That would be m-
14: masonry cmu block
8: it's block it's not there's a detail there for board form concrete
11: hmm. that would be for the for the seat walls at the front of, that would be oh. for the front of the project that faces day road it wouldn't be for the perimeter wall
0: just
8: just a clear-coated block wall?
14: Correct. And then, yeah, the board forms on all the seat walls up front.
0: Okay, there's no more questions, and uh, we're going to move on.
2: Uh, last question. Okay. Um, is there any low wall at the areas um, on the uh, for the parking structure in the areas that are open, or is it just you're able to basically walk in and out? You can
14: you can walk in and out. There's a, a, a curb, so a car, a, a car stopper.
0: OK. Yeah. OK, we're going to move on then. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who would like to speak on this item?
1: I do have two members um, wanting to speak on item number two. So I'm going to open up. I'm going to call your name. And when I call your name, come up to the stand here. And if I pronounce your names wrong, please forgive me. Um, And you'll have three minutes, and I guess at two minutes and 30 seconds, I will raise my hand, and that will give you your cue that your time is coming (laughs) to an end. So our first speaker is Stephen Quat.
13: And Chair, would you mind opening the public hearing? Pardon? Would you mind opening the public hearing, please? Okay, I thought that did
0: open it. Okay, the public meeting is open.
10: Yes, go my name is Stephen Quatt. Uh, thank you for having this meeting. Uh, I have a question. Um, I, see, I saw a small single-family home and a lot of dirt on the lot, and now I see just a massive blacktop concrete. Where's the water? Where are the berms? What are they doing to capture the water when we do have rain? Uh, I, don't, I don't see anything. I just see it washing out into the ocean. Um, The project should have more open ground to capture water. We have enough problems with water. We need to be able to capture what comes out of the sky, put it in the ground, and recharge our groundwater. I don't see anything here that's doing that. And I think it should be part of every project we do, not just, especially that that was just a small house and 80% of that lot was dirt, which will be absorbing that rain when it comes, not washing out into the street. Thank you.
1: Our next speaker is Bob Guthrie.
15: Can you pronounced my name perfectly. Good.
1: I have a little practice.
15: Okay. Good. <laughs> turn? Yes. I've got just a couple of real general comments. Um, I think the building looks reasonably good from the west elevation, the Day Road side. Um, it's functional, um, it's got some nice articulation and nice use of materials. But I think it needs some work from the uh, north and the south elevation, especially the north elevation. So that it will be highly visible as you come down Day Road. And uh, it's just a single family home next to it, so the whole thing will be visible. I know it's called a, uh, you called it a butterfly roof but I think from street level what you're gonna see is just a bunch of repeated shed roofs, and to me it's a real long space and it looks pretty monotonous, so I don't know if something could be done to make that roof line a little more interesting, but those those are my only thoughts on it. Thank you.
1: That it, no additional speakers on item number two.
0: Okay, then I'm going to close the public hearing and uh, we'll open this up for uh, the committee to deliberate. Does anyone have any comments or concerns?
4: I want to address the public speakers. Uh, I think we agree one hundred percent with you on the retention of water. Um, most architects do too, and hopefully they are doing that. That's something that we don't, we can't control, unfortunately, and they they should be just responsibly. Uh, Controlling their water, no water should ever leave a site anymore. That's just the way it should be everywhere. It's not necessarily here, but it should be. Um, it is in some cities, and it's not a butterfly roof. So, you your question about that is absolutely correct. Member Kiesel, any concerns on landscaping
0: or?
7: Uh, just a few minor comments. I think overall, it's it's a it's a really nice uh, project, especially considering the one we saw just before. So, um, uh, uh, compliments to to the um, applicant and their consultant team. Um, I, I think one thing I noticed on the trees, the Christmas trees that are on the side of the building, that seems a little unrealistic because they're so close to the building, and I'm I'm questioning how they're going to grow, and that's on the the ground floor. Um, I know you guys are trying to keep that access clear for fire, as I understand it, uh, understood. But I'm wondering then how the trees are going to do and if there's any other way you could mitigate for that. Um, Maybe some articulation of the architecture to allow some cavity for those trees to grow if indeed you have to have the trees. I I just question how well those are going to do. And they're going to be rubbing on the building and there's going to be maintenance issues. I've seen that many times, especially with uh, sometimes we do get some crazy winds. That would be one comment. I I think why not throw another grill in there? Um, Because sometimes you do have conflicts with people, um, different parties. You have the space there. Um, Just something to consider. And then also, please, um, I would discourage the use of any kind of artificial turf. Crappie is a great use or something of that nature also when you, you talk about stormwater that would be a good place for infiltration maybe you guys are probably i'm sure you've already had discussions to that and and look forward to seeing what you guys do with that i agree with uh, um, bob in that the the was it the north elevation the, the two side elevations it's it's interesting on the ends and the front very much so but the Side elevations do look a little monotonous. That's something I kind of noticed right away. Uh, again, I maybe I would look to the architects see what suggestions they might have to kind of um, break that up. I, I do see you have the material change changes, which I I think that does help a little bit. But maybe more of that, um, you know. You can, and then that roof line is rather flat too, even though you have the like kind of butterfly shed roof kind of. Um, up there, going in different different directions. I, I think that's interesting, but um, I, right now I just don't have any suggestions. And again, I'll, I'll leave that to the rest of the um, dear the committee.
0: Member I, I believe I mentioned that the area was open. Mm-hmm. It could some type of uh, screening or a grid uh, be put in there with uh, vines or
7: instead of the tree.
0: Instead of the tree, yeah.
7: Yeah, that that could be appropriate. I I. I can understand that desire to maybe have some privacy from the—that's that Starbucks area—and you know, do the do the um, residents want to be looking out down into that parking lot? I believe there are trees along there, correct, on that one area. So hopefully, those trees that are existing are, are doing most of that. So then, do you really necessarily need a tree in that those side yard access areas? Maybe not. Maybe then it could be some vines or something to that effect.
0: Any other comments uh, from the DRC? Well actually the articulation on the
8: north and south sides um, I think are for my taste are sufficient. There's a breakup uh, with materials, massing, um, setbacks, shadows. So I think there's a lot of articulation on there. It's subtle, but I think it, it works for the design. Um, the in, issue of water—I uh, don't sure how it is conducted off of the deck, and then whatever splashes into the garage area, um, how that's collected and and conducted away from the building. Again, we don't have a sense of the lighting or or location of downspouts. Um, and how they interact with the uh, courtyard.
0: Um. Uh, we, we could reopen the public hearing and the applicant address those issues if you'd like.
8: Well, let's, I, I would say let's get the other comments. And okay. Remember Tomasello? Um, also, I, we don't have set. Um, we don't have building sections. I we think don't. That's, it's missing. That's missing. Yes. And that's Agreed. for these Agreed. Agreed. Understand this building. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay.
2: Um, I generally like the massing of the building. I, I do think that the north and south elevations are. Uh, A little extensive and um, I I, I think I would be in favor of trying to see some some break in in the massing on the the north and south elevations Um, uh, I noticed that there's a surplus of parking on uh, within this parking structure and I didn't see any provision of any bike parking spaces. And, and uh, given this site's uh, proximity to uh, the college and um, the intended tenants of this space, I, I really would like to see some, some more thought going into providing um, some dedicated, enclosed, and secured bike parking spaces, um, even if that meant removal of a, a couple of parking spaces to accommodate that. Um I I'm concerned with some of the landscaping areas just be because of how much hardscape is around it and because some of the, the site constraints it it sounds like you're dealing with related to stormwater and fire access um, and I I question the viability of some of those areas but I I'm no expert so I certainly defer to uh, colleague here and and to the design architect uh, landscape architect
0: does anybody have any concerns about setbacks
2: uh, the front setback I, I think is sufficient I'm I'm okay with that is that what you're asking yes I
12: think
8: the the front and the rear setbacks are um, less than what's required, Is that understanding from what I read?
0: I, th- I think the rear setback meets, there's a staff comment on that. So the applicant provides a 24 foot 8 inch to 25 foot 9 inch rear setback, where a 25 foot setback is required. So uh, they are a little short. The front yes. setback is
8: 20 foot is required, 10 to 14 foot is provided.
4: So the plans call out a 20-foot rear yard setback. It could be 25, but that's what the plans are calling.
8: I guess I don't have an issue with the front setback uh, because of the, the drive-through Starbucks facade uh, and the adjacent property. So I mean this is reasonable distance from the street.
0: Well, before we motion uh, would it be necessary, do you feel it uh, would be a good idea to open the public hearing up and address some of these issues with the applicant? Okay, so I'm going to open the public hearing and uh, ask the applicant to come back up.
14: I wrote down a couple things. Um, we do have short term uh, bike parking at the front of the building, but we could definitely add some long term bike parking inside the garage somewhere that's secure. Um, uh, the, set, the setbacks, we actually, uh, this project has a density bonus and it's using its concessions and waivers to uh, reduce the setbacks
4: so on the plans you have 20 feet is it actually 25 or is it 20 you,
14: you know I'm, I' I thought it was tw- 20 when I did my code analysis um, but I think I was told it was 25
4: Oh, okay so the plans are incorrect so but
14: that's it, a it, it, it's a possibility
2: okay. I, I also don't see a, a concession or waiver request for the the rear yard setback so just a heads up as you head into planning commission or if that's, yeah, I'm assuming where you're going.
14: Yeah, I might need to revise that my uh, concession letter.
0: Are you planning for uh, electric ch- uh, charging stations? Of, of course. Okay. Yes. And for solar?
14: Is so, there... Solar as, as well.
0: And I, I assume it won't be on the flat roof. It'll be on the sloping roof? It'll
14: probably be on the, the sloping roofs, um, especially on the south facing roofs
8: are there any um rooftop equipment
14: we're doing uh, internal heaters and no no ac so it's just going to be uh just any of the uh, plumbing vents and and whatnot
0: so brian as you know i'm not a landscape architect (laughs) i'm not a landscape architect but could some type of mesh middle mesh be used on the ground level to get some vines or some plants
11: yeah I had a couple notes to um, we can certainly study the um, an alternative approach to adding some greenery to help to break up the north and the south elevation I'm thinking you know a vine on a simple structure might make good sense um, on both I mean, something that's clingy that might wreck the building is probably not a good idea but we can probably come up with a, a, a good approach for that and then um, instead of just having a a permeable material on the on the two side yards we can certainly look at uh, that being a low ground cover which i think the fire department would be okay with and that would help to green up the project just a little
0: so if that was included in a motion you wouldn't have problems with that
11: unless the fire department says no but yeah
0: well i think they can overrule us (laughs) william any
4: Well, since you're up here and you don't have sections, what is your parapet height on flat roofs? I
14: believe it's about 24 inches.
4: Okay, I have comments, but I don't have any more questions for the client. Okay,
0: if there's no more questions, we'll close the public hearing. I I had one question. I'm so sorry. We'll open it back up again. (laughs) Is
2: is there a a difference in the height of those the areas uh, that you have the wood?
14: The areas that have the wood are um, just a little bit lower than the, the parapets.
2: A little bit lower than yeah, the like parapet? Yeah, like a
14: foot, but it, in this lower angle, it doesn't represent that. Okay.
2: And it's it looks like it's coming proudly. It comes
14: out, and they have deep uh, balconies in that area. That's where the, the courtyard kind of pinches down because I pulled the units in and gave them uh, north and south-facing balconies that are uh, kind of enclosed in that Cube structure.
2: Mm-hmm. And are are the balconies on the uh, on the courtyard side of those units necessary? I know that there was some concern of them being super close together.
14: Um, I, I believe there were there, they can be a little bit redundant, so we could probably eliminate the ones that are really close to each other. Okay.
0: Okay. Public hearing is closed. And now we'll, we'll go into deliberation. So, do we need any more discussion on anything?
4: I, I I have comments. Okay.
0: Um,
4: I think the the project overall, it, especially on the on the day side, it addresses the street really well. It's it's first floor is public. It's there's transparency. Um, it it feels like you're is a connection between the street and the or or from from public right-of-way to semi-private to also private to semi-private on the end. But uh, I, and I think that's uh, really successful. I don't think the courtyard is actually a courtyard, and I don't really have a problem with that. You have constraints to your site, and it's narrow, but it's not a courtyard. Um, it is open space. And for a college kid going to VC, great that's fine I think that the, the 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 elevation the front elevation is successful I have no problem with the three stories or the massing the I think that the side elevations what they are they are they are fine but what happens is it's like a, it's like a, I don't know it feels like a long solo where it's just going over and over and over and that's because of the length of the site and I and I think that you are breaking it up it is articulated it does have shadows it it has material changes it has depth changes it has depth changes from vertical to horizontal but what happens is it being so long the site being so long it is monotonous and it's going to be monotonous from from uh, driving down day or even going up it, but, but I don't I'm, and I'm not necessarily saying that's a criticism That's it. That's what it is on the site I don't think you should come in and put it some other Building in between it. It's just the reality. I think the way that you actually address the length of it is is appropriate and you did it and you have you have shadows you have overhangs and there's going to be um, Shadow lanes maybe not, not on the north side because you don't get shadows, but you're going to get get them on on the south side and things like that so I think that that I, I don't know how else they could really address that to make it any better um, I do wish you would supply sections though because sections for me are pretty much everything um, I concur hundred percent on the on the bikes have plenty of bike bike parking even if you got rid of a, a car I mean that we're hoping that those guys I mean, hopefully they're gonna, they're gonna walk to school I mean if it, if it is actually all VC people but it's probably going to be others but a bike Bike parking would be great. I think the landscaping looks good. It, it's good to me. Um, it uh, the it, it it feels like you're you all of your olive of project uh, chewed up, regurgitated, and spit back out on a on a bigger site with with less room and and in between it. That's not necessarily a criticism. It's just a, the reality. I know that that's the way it is. They're very far apart from each other, so it'll be fine. But I do. Th- I think it's. I think it helps the area, and we don't have college housing, so I, I encourage us to to have these these type of units in that area. And did I did I say that the 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 proportion from from open glazing space to too solid space, I think, is is really well done. I'm done.
8: Yeah, I'm I'm generally in agreement with uh, Commissioner Groden. Um, the aesthetics, I enjoy the, it's it really does ride between residential and uh, modern and urban. Um, I think it would be a great asset on Day Road, particularly it's. Uh, gearing towards the um, students I appreciate the variety of materials and colors and uh, the massing of it I think works the um, yeah it's it's less of a courtyard more of a, a street kind of a, um, a pedestrian street and I think that's fine uh, it um, I think it would uh, create opportunities for people to interact and in this environment with the college, I think um, it'll uh, be very successful. Uh, yeah, there. I don't know what you could do with the massing. I think, like I said before, you, um, what you attempted, I think, works for the most part. And, uh, you know, the. given this is Kind of an urban project, and there isn't much space for landscape. I'm not too concerned with uh, the landscape, but I'll let that my fellow commissioners uh, maybe make suggestions for that. But yeah, I I generally approve of this project.
4: I have one more comment. Personally, I, I think that your your solar should go on your flat roofs. You have a parapet, even if it means extending your parapet a little bit, and don't put them on their, what I consider a shed roof, your butterfly roofs, but I, because then they become visible, and your, the roof's not bad. I mean, you, the you're really not going to see that, that slope of a roof, because unless you're in the, in the apartment or in the unit looking up, but... I do think that it becomes much more visible, and it looks like you have enough space on your flat roofs to have enough solar. So they they would not be seen at all, I don't think. That's, that's my opinion, I'd rather not see the solar, unless you're going to do, I mean, I guess the Tesla roofs, but you're not doing that, so.
7: <laughs> I have one more comment, just looking more and more at the siding, I think what kind of Bothers me just a little bit is it's so symmetrical. You have the two dark siding or cladding there, and then on almost it's pretty equal. You have these three white and green, you know, boxed facades. Um, and then maybe there was if you were to break that up a little bit, not having to completely redesign things with how you use the materials. I think that might help it a little bit. Um, obviously, you don't want to introduce too many materials because then it gets a little crazy and it looks a little forced. But um, that was just something, whether you would bring in those corrugated green kind of sheet metal you got there, maybe bring that or expand it a little bit. And um, m- maybe that might start to help.
0: Member Uh I
2: don't have any further comments and I concur with my colleagues here.
4: Okay. I just—I should probably make it clear that I do not concur with the change in symmetry. Uh, there, it, it is very symmetrical, with the exception of that the the, the green wraps around the corner at the front, and it doesn't at the back. But I don't think we should remove the the symmetry. It actually works. I think with the with the inside, which it reads from the outside, that that's where it squeezes in, and that kid can jump from the balcony to the balcony, and that's where the material changes. So you're actually reading it from the outside, and then when you're passing through, and no one's gonna no one's gonna know that probably. But it's like Richard Meyer saying it relates to four miles over, and but it does. It relates to the in the, the the passageway of the building. And I think it's appropriate. I, I, and I don't mind, I don't think there's anything wrong with symmetry.
0: I, I agree with you also, and I agree with Member Cormain's comments. Uh, this is a well done project, it looks really good, and I think it'll be a, an asset to the community. Um, so what we need at this point is somebody to make a motion.
4: Well, my motion would be to approve it as it is, but I know that there's people that want to change things, so I'm not going to make a motion.
0: Um, Member Kiesel, is there anything that you would have concern or want to add to if a motion was made for approval concerning landscaping?
7: Um, just very detailed stuff. Again, um, to to rethink the trees on the, in the side access, that would be part of the motion. I think we talked about that. I would also um, strongly discourage the use of astroturf to discourage the applicant from going, having to feel like they need to go there. I think all the, more and more evidence is pointing out to how toxic and that stuff is, and I think more and more people are realizing that it's, it's not a viable option or material to be using in the landscape. Um, I, I think again, more study of the. The rain, the stormwater. But I think that's going to be coming anyway uh, once the civil really gets their teeth into this project. It's still early. Um, and then maybe an extra grill. I mean, that's pretty basic. I think the, the, the Paseo kind of courtyards are, I think, well articulated. And I think there's, um, I like the way they break up some of the spaces there. Um, and so that's kind of those those are like the only really kind of concrete things I would add to the motion.
0: Would you be comfortable adding uh, additional bike parking space?
7: Yeah, additional bike parking.
0: Okay. On member Thomas, is there anything that you would like to see in a motion?
2: Um, I think I've captured quite a few things. You Should I? Sure, go ahead, please. Trying? So I'd move to recommend design approval of the project um, with the following conditions. Um, uh, Windows should be recessed a minimum of two inches. Uh, Remove parking in exchange uh, for long-term enclosed secured bicycle parking ideally one space per unit. Um, uh, All uh, exterior site lighting and building lighting should be dark sky compliant fully shielded downcast. Um, Consider adding Vines on the podium level on the north and south sides. Uh, Consider uh, replacing uh, DG material with ground cover landscaping on the north and south sides. Consider reducing or removing the balconies that um, uh, pinch at the courtyard. Uh, reconsider the trees on the north and south sides, and reconsider the turf at the backyard area for natural landscaping material or a pervious hardscape.
7: Um, could I maybe a, a moment about the the DG or ground covers? I don't know that you necessarily need ground covers. But what about or gravel is a probably a better material also for stormwater, less likely to track and rut, and I think easier to maintain over time. Could we? amend that to say gravel?
4: Sure.
7: You could put some plantings in there too where appropriate, where room allows.
2: Um, could staff amend that recommendation accordingly?
7: Like crushed gravel.
2: So consider uh, ground cover or crushed gravel on the north and south sides of the walkways.
0: Okay, we have a motion, do we have a second? Uh, I'll second. Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll?
1: Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member uh, uh
4: Reluctantly, but
1: yes. Vice Chair Tomasello? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries.
0: I'm going to call a five-minute recess before we move on to the next item.
8: So nice to have. I like that. Yeah.
4: Too. too many. Too much. Too many requirements. I don't. I. I I know that I probably instigated the comments on the balconies, but I like the way that it smashes together. Well, I said consider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not requiring. I said yes. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> I'll,
16: I'll the it, it, say. it says yes. <laughs> Good.
8: Thanks for those comments. <laughs> Thank you.
7: That's pretty detailed, but I know it's kind of early, you know, it's like, it's like how much do you want to get into? Uh, but that's that one of those trees.
16: <laughs> 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 I
6: like
7: to see that. We're against the building. They're not going to do it. Seen that so many times. And that, like we're trying to do that too. Like they go, we got to get screening, and you don't have the room, and you just
4: smash them in there, and you know, mean.
6: Awesome. Um, <laughs>
4: Sorry, Jack. But, but I back, I, I the mean elevation that. where I got to <laughs> no, sketch I, I, I,
14: I
7: could I see it either way. way. Um, I, I guess I could see that too, but it's. I, I'm just like uh, I, I. I struggle with things correct. are too symmetrical. I like asymmetry oh. in Was that? Oh, I knew you it was. I knew, it was I knew you were gonna start bringing examples on me. No, I'll
17: just. Uh, oh. no, yeah, it's all it, has, it has. <laughs> it has, I get it. I get
7: it. I wasn't
4: gonna fight it. It's. It ain't no rebuilding. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. to reconsider
7: that yeah. there was no artificial. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like okay. again for, compared to what we uh, saw last. time, This is like, the shining was beacon, beacon on the hill. Oh, that. Did you hear like, when we we denied that one project oh.
1: Oh. for natural yes, landscape?
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that was awful. That was so bad. <laughs> <That was just laughs>
1: Okay, for natural materials.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so
1: I have been like talking funny. We watch. And I don't know what is going on with me. What do we
13: want? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Venus, that, so that's when like, hey, there
0: isn't any bottles of water. Uh, water. If you could I'd <laughs> remove <laughs> yeah. it should be long in the back. It
1: should be like the same for the food, isn't it? In six. <laughs> <and laughs> <and then, laughs>
7: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, like, a yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
8: So they're not going
0: to build that housing right now. Yeah. The, the uniform school district, they're also considering putting some housing over 27 acres. It's crazy that the, the four-year-olds, uh, Cal State, are no, that are used to be there. How
2: do we have housing uh, I just didn't tell you, I want to make it to 25. Well, we have 25, you know, we have almost 25% uh, I
4: apologize for that. I should have just said yes. I'm so glad you made the motion. <laughs> Thank you for making the motion. I
2: thought, if we I go
4: back, I just say yes. I don't take a is Slightly reluctant. Too too many? There were a couple that I didn't agree with, but it's okay. Right. You didn't do anything. You, you didn't. There were no big demands. Yeah. They were all tiny demands. Yeah. But a lot of little. A lot of little ones. No, it was a good. It was a good motion.
9: Clear. His, uh, next Printed it
4: out. is it different than, than what we have
9: it'll be his powerpoint
8: so if you can't uh, see the um, slides the, um, you can fall on here. 20% of uh, call, first, uh, community college students I can't in see California I believe, yeah. are housing insecure. Getting out of the car, house surfing, yeah. whatever so. Uh, staff these yeah. Days yeah. It's, you know. Tough Time, know, times. No, one, no one's
4: in No one's in Wow, that's great. a record. Like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, i i
9: that
4: We got that a lot. Well, I see you out and you guys I I see you guys walking together a lot. <laughs>
0: There's a good thing up in California. That so, you know, <laughs> the labs are open 24 no, 7. Some people okay. never yeah, leave. I have a hard place to go. You know, see, so, you know, there's right, something you that's fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it, when I was there, it was expensive. Uh, well, it's, it's expensive. Right. Now. When <laughs> I, uh, I had a yeah. one bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah. Years.
12: yeah,
0: and then they raised my rent yeah. to 90, yeah. and I told my wife, hey, I always thought it was weird that I wasn't. So we <laughs> bought a house. And then we paid $137 wow. a month for a three bedroom
6: house. To wow. another architect. Hey, I know yeah. it's a yeah. lot. Well, it was that? <laughs> it, it, it
4: like
0: much. It's
4: it's cool. And it was pretty much. I mean, it's not
0: crazy uncommon. it's a 1,200 so square know, foot, you know, 1960 you know, No insulation? One of
6: the planners. Yeah. Is yeah. 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 Guy and his wife, my kids. It was great. And I always wonder if they just talk planning 100% Insulation's over.
15: I don't
8: like Do they? They do. They say we are not talking like, we're going to wait as
4: soon as the I don't talk about my work at all. Yeah, yeah. I like
0: to yeah, you have to stay wide. Yeah. Do do? Okay, attention, everyone. We're going to reconvene the meeting at this point. Uh-huh. Could I have some water please? Okay, we're moving forward with uh, item number two, which is project 15391, Park Plaza Design Review, located at 701 East Santa Clara Street. Um, Do we have any ex parte communications uh, on this between any of the members?
2: Mr. Chair, I'll need to recuse myself from this item as it's um, uh, the company that I work for that is the architect for the project.
0: Okay, member Thomasello is excused, and we'll move on with four members then. Okay, uh, could we please have staff's presentation?
9: Yes, thank you. Tonight we have agenda item number three, mixed-use building um, Park Plaza. I'm Jamie Peltier, principal planner, presenting on behalf of our contract planner, uh, Kim Zupinger. Next slide. The subject site is a 27,500 square feet uh, located at the intersection of Fir in Santa Clara Um, within the downtown specific plan T5.1 zoning district, which is just outside of the urban core T6.1 zone. The subject site is less than 30,000 square feet which the DTSP has a provision that uh, mixed development standards would apply, but this project is under the 30,000 and does not apply. Next slide. The parcel is currently developed with a 19,500-square-foot, one-story Spanish-style office building with 12 surface parking stalls at the rear of the building. The existing architecture consists of Spanish building uh, with stucco walls, large windows, and a red clay tile roof. The building was reviewed by HPC, and a phase one was conducted by Rincon consultants. This concluded that the building is not historic and ineligible for a historic designation. Next slide. Um, the surrounding uses include a mix of businesses, residences, and the open space—the park across the street. The AT&T building is situated along the eastern property line. A one-story chiropractor office across the street on Santa Clara, and a two-story single-family residence along the alley. And park, um, and the park, Plaza Park is um, just south. The post office is located to the west, and other one- and two-story buildings surround the area. The immediate streets are well-connected through an existing sidewalk network, and First Street is a two-lane local street that connects connects with Santa Clara um, that leads into downtown. Next slide. Uh, So some background to the project. This site has gone through several conceptual design reviews. Um, all of which that have been reviewed by the design review committee. So on the left-hand side is the 2018 iteration. Um, This was a mixed-use project with 77 units, 3,000 square feet of commercial, um, where they received uh, several comments from the DRC. Subsequently, in 2021, another conceptual project was presented to the DRC this was for 63 units, 5,000 square feet of commercial, and also received comments from the DRC. Um, next slide. Okay, thank you. Uh, not done.
0: Oh. <laughs>
9: Plenty more. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, is, this is where it gets good. <laughs> um, Sounded
0: like you were the, finished.
9: Sorry. <laughs> um, they, on January 18th, of this year, the DRC reviewed what will be the current project that you'll see in the next slides. Um, These are the comments that the DRC in January at that time provided. Um, We will discuss each of those comments throughout each of the the following slides. Next slide. So the current proposed project details in the site plan have generally remained the same since January. um, And so there's no significant changes to the building footprint Um, or the overall site design, but the project consists of a five-story mixed-use building with 80 residential units, 2,400 square feet of ground floor commercial, um, using the commercial building block, building type identified in the DTSP, all of which um, the building block and the frontage types will be reviewed with consistency um, prior to planning commission. The project incorporates 90 off-street parking spaces in a two-tier subterranean garage that can be accessed from First Street. The current alley is 10 feet and the project incorporates an additional 10 feet for two-way traffic in and out of the, the parking garage. Um, surrounding the parking garage are ground floor com- ground floor uses such as residential amenities like office le- leasing spaces, conference room, lounge area, live work units. At the corner is the commercial space with uh, access to the outdoor corner plaza. The upper floors contain approximately um, 20 residential units, give or take on each level, with a podium courtyard on the the second floor and a rooftop terrace on the fifth. The project design um, also proposes a new bike lane and bus shelter (coughs) on the corner of or on the Santa Clara side. Um, This is in the red box on on the screen there. Next slide. The proposed project, um, so here is a detailed image of of the new site design element that incorporates the bus shelter and the bike lane. Um, This is to further promote the goals and policies of the DTSP, Um, to promote bikeability within the downtown area and reduce (laughs) disruptions to the cyclists and the pedestrians. Next slide. Um, The DRC provided comments regarding sidewalk widths and requested to see 12 12 foot wide along both Fir and Santa Clara Street. Uh, The project proposes varying widths intended Uh, and they they widen when you get into the entry of, entries of the ground floor spaces. Um, They range from 8 feet, which is the current sidewalk width of the right of way, um, into as wide as 12 feet, um, 7 inches. Next slide. The DRC commented to step back all all of these sides on the top floor. The project currently proposes about six feet um, along the, the alley side um, and 6 feet 11 inches on the fur side. Next slide. Here are some, the next slides you're going to see a lot of before and afters of the design changes um, along with a comment from DRC. So here are the first street elevations, the DRC comment, was to make modifications to the facade on the west portion of the building along Fur Street to make it appear more unified as its own building segment. So on the bottom is the after where you can see on the western side of this fur elevation, they changed the color and material along with the the frontage of the entry. Next slide. Here are the Santa Clara Street elevations. Um, The comment that the DRC provided was that the building height just not to exceed 75 feet they stay within that limits but have sh- shifted and kind of changed the the massing at the uh, fifth floor including reducing the height of the chimneys next slide here are the alley side elevations um, some of the the colors and materials on this side have changed next slide. The interior side um, adjacent to the AT&T building, the comment was to remove and replace the metal siding on the east facade, so uh, the applicant has changed the colors and materials here um, to all one color. Next slide. And the open space, um, this is the open space on the rooftop, Um, the DRC's comment was to maximize the open space. the applicant has, again, shifted some of the open space areas from one side to the other and rearranged some of the, um, the planter areas. Next slide. Here's the open space on the podium level. Um, this, again, to maximize the open space on site. An additional DRC comment was to consider widening internal corridors specifically on the podium level. Here are the changes that they've made, the before and the after. Next slide. Here are some of proposed renderings on the open space, Um, open space areas which were not present in the previous um, sets of plans that were presented in January. So these are some images of those open spaces and how they're going to be used. Next slide. And the corner plaza, the DRC commented to revisit the corner plaza design to possibly enlarge or create just a more open feel. Um, generally, the corner plaza area has remained the same, the um, the landscaping, and there will be tables and chairs. Next slide. So staff's recommendation is um, really geared towards the DRC to ask the question, has the applicant sufficiently addressed the DRC's comments from January of this year? Are there any additional comments or recommendations that you would like to provide? Um, but with the um, acknowledgement that this is a housing project and we would like to condition, if possible, any of the design modifications so that we can recommend the project to Planning Commission. Um, to approve the design review, and this is completes staff's presentation. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, do any of the members have any questions of staff concerning the presentation?
8: Um, I have a question on the staff report. Uh, in the summary, the issue comes up again about the limitation of the number of hearings we can have, It came up last uh, June, the June meeting, Mm -hmm. and so we were, I felt we were being kind of pushed to send us on a planning commission, um, even though that particular design was very questionable um, because of the uh, five project, five review um, issue. And And I just would like some clarification on that because does that go for all housing projects, particular projects that are only going for variations? Um, So, you know, how are we, because it feels like it hamstrings us from having a project come back for our, if it just needs to be reviewed more by us. Sure. As opposed to being already pushed forward to the planning commission.
9: Sure, the, the, the housing state laws only allow for a project that incorporates housing of any sort, five public hearings. So the project has gone to one DRC meeting, this is its second. Um, we need to account for the future hearings that are potentially going to occur, it going on to planning commission, potentially appeal to city council. So we have to leave room for the other hearings to occur as well. So while it may feel like we're trying to push it through, in some ways we are very limited and our hands are tied when it comes to the number of public hearings that we can have on housing projects per state law.
8: My understanding of when this went into effect was that if the project didn't need any, um, uh, if it met the zoning guidelines and everything that's imposed on it. (coughs) So do all projects then with housing immediately get the five meeting rule or is it just ones that do not need um, variations from the zoning or guidelines that we set here in the city?
9: I would have to double check, but. PER MY recollection, THE HOUSING ACCOUNTABILITY ACT IS FOR ALL HOUSING PROJECTS, REGARDLESS OF DENSITY BONUS REQUEST FOR CONCESSIONS OR WAIVERS. I'D HAVE TO DOUBLE CHECK THAT, THOUGH.
8: Could you, I'D LIKE TO MAKE THAT A POINT TO PLEASE LOOK AT THAT BECAUSE I, I'M CONFUSED ABOUT THAT.
9: THIS PROJECT DOES REQUEST DENSITY BONUS um, ALONG WITH CONCESSIONS, WAIVERS, um, AND DENSITY. SO THIS PROJECT IS SUBJECT TO THAT. Uh, you ha- this project has five public hearings that it can go to before it is approved um, per state law.
8: Is it possible to look that up or to get some confirmation about that before we?
9: For housing projects that do not request density bonus or
8: concessions?
6: So this type of project that includes any sort of density bonus related requests is subject to the Housing Accountability Act and thus the five meeting maximum.
9: Staff can follow up with the DRC on additional informational items about state law um, regarding any type of housing project. So we can definitely provide additional information.
8: Because um, yeah, I, I know the state is coming down on it. but Sure. To understand where we have leverage or leeway.
9: Yeah, I think that's a further discussion we can have. Um, This project is subject to the five meetings, though.
4: I have one quick question. Uh, Did you say or do you know how tall the AT&T tower is?
9: I'm sorry. Do you know how
4: tall the AT&T building is? Uh,
9: No, but I can try and find it.
4: That's okay.
0: Do you have any questions? I have no questions for staff. Okay. Uh, I assume that the applicant is present and would like to make a presentation. And I'm kind of hoping you address the comments one through eight. Yes, sir.
18: Good evening, everyone. Uh, My name is John Collis Savage. I'm here on behalf of the development team. This is my architect and my landscape architect, which you're well versed with. Uh, Very uh, excellent staff presentation, and this is exactly why we're here. Just exactly as it was laid out, we would like uh, uh, you to comment on the revisions we made uh, per your previous. comment uh, review letter that was sent to us. We feel that we've addressed everything and uh, I'll turn it over to my architect to further explain the changes we've made. Mostly the pictures he will show you that shows the AT&T and our building are right in the ballpark of each other on the uh, south elevation and on the uh, north elevation we're further showing how we're widening the alley to create a greater distance from the two-story bungalow next to us and with the setback so i think it's very well
17: shown in nick's slideshow thank you thank you um, and i gave you a copy of the powerpoint that has all of this exact material and it was specifically assembled to respond to each of the items that were raised in our last meeting um, so maybe we could just go to the next image because each of those items are actually repeated in the images so the first comment from drc was to um, that the building should not exceed 75 feet that was a nice clear simple uh, statement on part of drc our maximum height to the and we took worst case and it actually the ridge um, can exceed the height but we're going to the ridge as 72 foot six inches from the lowest corner of the site which is the santa clara and Fur intersection so rather than take some average and you know find it there, we're showing you the worst case. Um, and in both uh, Santa Clara and First Street go up. So if we took it from an average, we could actually make the building taller if we wanted to. Whatever that's worth. And then, uh, so the next slide is uh, First Street elevation. Again, that 72 foot six inch ridge height It's kind of key. Okay, next slide. Top floor shall be stepped back 10 feet from edge of the building on north, south, and west sides. So we looked really hard at this. It's to be candid, it's a rather um, um, kind of overarching requirement. It isn't a standard. It isn't something we see in buildings downtown. Um, we did look at it, and we did step the building back where we felt it was going to help break things down and make it a little friendlier. But um, it's rather a subjective statement when you look at buildings like Earl Stanley Gardner, the Ventura Inn, the Masonic Temple, um, big buildings in downtown the Ventura Theater has a large mass. We don't, we don't see that kind of step back. It's not something we see as typical in urban contexts. Um, so, and we, yes, of course, we step it back here. We also have the roof terrace and the courtyard, which are huge, substantial step backs for the building. So we would, you know, want to make sure that that's being considered in in the commentary as well i think we've what we have here is a pretty substantially articulated mass for a a quote single building there's a lot going on here a lot of attention to different characteristics and different parts of the building um next slide maximize open space on the site so this was a hard one for me um we had a what i was really interested in exploring was what i would refer refer to as an atrium corridor where instead of a double loaded corridor we had uh, light and air and windows on the interior in that corridor we gave that up we pushed the building back turned it into a straightforward double loaded corridor and we gave all of that space to the courtyards and you know it's it's a trade-off but i think ultimately the design benefits from it, Um, the spaces between the buildings in the courtyard are increased, the courtyard itself is increased. We have more things, more articulation of design and how it's gonna be used. So um, we ultimately felt that was a a good change. And next slide, please. So here's a view of that same space looking back. So that, that building at the back got pushed an additional, approximately 10 feet further back to enlarge the courtyard. And the two wings of court space that go off from the courtyard also got uh, enlarged by about 10 feet. Next slide. So sidewalk width shall be 12 feet on both frontages. Again, this is this is not a city standard. Um, it's a what I'll refer to as a subjective uh, requirement. We understand the intention. We want to create lively, uh, comfortable streets and sidewalks. Um, we have uh, varied the sidewalk width as uh, our staff planner uh, represented. It varies from 9.5 feet to 12 feet. And then, of course, at the, at the corner, we reach out and we, we grab a, a large area to create a gathering space and, and, and a downtown open space, which we don't have a lot of uh, in, in these kinds of contexts. And then, of course, we've got a wonderful park right across the street. So that's our response. The existing sidewalks are eight feet. Next slide, please. Again, just looking at further up the building, the the way the sidewalks vary. It's it's a very pleasant street front, I think. It's very consistent with what else is happening in downtown. Next slide, please. Revisit the Corner Plaza, possibly enlarge and create more open feel. To actually make the the plaza larger would be a big hit on the building Uh, what we did do landscape architects here to to speak to it is we reduced we had originally a pretty substantial tree planter that did push into and bite um, some of the usable space of the plaza what we've done instead is a tree well and then a low seat wall to define some of that space but overall i think we have a pretty comfortable corner open space there for a cafe there's room for uh rows of tables and chairs and room for people to pass by and room for bicycle parking and of course we got the the bus stop right there so a good place to wait for the bus Uh, next slide please remove and replace metal siding on the east facade um again the you know the red line there uh, delineates the uh, basic mass of the at t building next door this is not a highly visible facade a portion of it towards the alley is going to be visible from uh, some some public areas, but but for the most part this is uh, quite shielded and, and hidden from public view. Again, I refer back to other buildings uh, in an urban context, and I use the ones that we're familiar with of Ventura Inn, um, Earl Stanley Gardner. These buildings all have very simple rear elevations, side elevations. Uh, the articulation is out at the street, and uh, we, we feel that works, and it's, it's a traditional approach. Next slide, please make modifications to the facade on the northwest portion of the building along First Street. Um, so we did, we added some some breaks in the mass. We, I don't know if you remember, but we had a, a stairwell a shaft running up there where the open, and I don't have a pointer, but uh, uh, between the yellow portion and the white portion, that was a solid stair shaft. And what we've done is open that up, and um, just made it an, an open stairwell, a little bit more like a kind of a traditional fire escape in that aesthetic. Uh, I think that actually was a great change. It reduced the visual mass of that side of the building substantially, and we actually liked it a lot. Um, and then we did uh, continue to re, um, revise and simplify materials and just change this facade up a little bit and pushed the, the whole top floor, uh, got pushed back uh, as, a, as Jamie had mentioned as well. Next slide, please. This is maybe even a better view of that because now you can see the, the feel of this thing from the street and how that alley is going to feel. And you know, the intention is to set it up so that someday uh, that alley can continue all the way through the block. Don't know how long it will be before that happens, but it can happen. And in um, meanwhile, our portion, I think, adds a nice apron and entrance from First Street into the project and it allows Room for people coming and going from this building to do so without creating hazard. Um, we're trying to be friendly to the Craftsman house across the way. We stepped back that fourth floor. We took the the top portion of the of the front street and uh, articulated it with some Craftsman aesthetic to kind of just to complement that building. It's a a um, subtle gesture. Next slide, please. So. Uh, consider widening interior corridors, this is what I was talking about, the, that rear corridor along the back is now a, just a standard double-loaded corridor. Um, the light We have a light well corridor that returns on the right side before it becomes the single, the uh, double-loaded corridor. And then the um, horizontal court teeing off of our main court got substantially wider. And that means that there's room there for those um, courtyard-level dwellings to have little patios of their own. They can have private patios. Next slide, please. I think that's it. So that's what we've done. Um, I hope that you find it receptive and responsive to your uh, your request. And we certainly are interested in any further comments you have. Um, so, uh, Brian, did you have anything you wanted to add? Okay. Do any of the DRC members have
0: questions on
7: the end? I guess just um, on the. Uh, one thing we didn't have in the, the previous version was the the bike lanes, correct? That was that was new. Th- this is a new addition. The to, bike lane
17: and the bus stop? Yeah, the bus stop. I, I think they were there. I they weren't there. there. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess yeah. the staff reached out to us and asked if, if we could do that. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was great. We also met with the, uh, the people in the transportation yeah.
18: here in the city and uh, we had an extensive meeting on even to the details of what kind of uh bust enclosure they wanted and shading for the people waiting so yeah we did have a meeting for them before we it. and actually this is a, an insert that they gave to us what they would like us to see so we mm-hmm.
17: have just placed their recommendations on our plan thanks for asking because i honestly i forgot that you hadn't seen that i it was in my head you'd already uh, look yeah, I know that. we we had talked
7: about it, or yeah. that, that was a possibility. You guys were going to study that, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that looks good and, and great. Um,
0: yeah, any any questions? questions? Any questions? Member Cormier? Uh, yeah, with the
8: setbacks that we asked for on the upper level, because um, you know you are talking about it's not encoders armature, I think the intention was to have it so that the notion of five stories looming on the street, particularly for those on the street. So my question would be, if you were walking on the sidewalk opposite the street, either on Fur or Santa Clara, how much of the fifth story would you see from that? walking the street?
17: I'm going to go point. Um, So, thanks. I I guess I want to take, first of all, I want to take exception to the word looming. Um, I think in the downtown, you know, three, four, or five stories, that's a normal thing. When you're, to me, when you're walking along the street, you're paying attention to the street. I don't see a lot of people walking around like this. Um, I understand the intention of, you know, trying to, to manage height. And we have people in the community that are concerned with height. Um, Our, when we evaluated this one and pushing it back, what we determined was it simply made the AT&T building stand out more, and that was not one of the things we really wanted to do. Um, So to me, these pieces bookend the substantial setback of the four-story corner here, which I personally really like. I like the fact that this building embraces and holds that space. Over here, obviously, we have a significant break and a significant setback. And so again, from my view, getting the variation and the play in the thing is really what counts. We looked at eliminating the the column elements up at the top. And so that would give you that constant parapet. But honestly, for me, having that break and that sort of celebration of what's going on on the top floor adds visual interest, it's intriguing. You know that's that's a cool space, so we we could eliminate it, but I think the building would suffer for it if we did. Um, so I, I hope I'm you know I'm not I know I'm not saying yes we should do that. I really didn't think that it was um, an entirely just request to just push everything back uh, ten or twelve feet. I had a question I, was it on one of
7: the comments that we were at the, at the northwest corner there that's adjacent to the craftsman house that we were going to maybe look at dropping that a
17: little bit was that something and, that was, and we did do that did Could we go to the the rear elevation and originally that's where the, that's where the discussion was going and then all of a sudden the comment was made push everything back around the perimeter and that really surprised me in our original design this was this went straight up. And we, we heard the concern and, you know, wanting to try to acknowledge the, the house. So we did push that back. We pushed it back about six and a half feet. If we push more, it starts to impede on the livability of the, of the dwellings.
7: I, th- I think I recall in our one comment was that that actual corner itself was to maybe drop a, a bit to then... Relate better to the Arts and Crafts house. I think, was that not what we, was one of our comments?
17: Okay, anyway. Can you call that as well? yeah. I, it could very well be. And uh, did you guys
7: study that at all?
17: Yeah, we, we looked sure. at all of it. And, yeah. you know, there's about, ba- for us, is a balance between, um, responding to the desire for that urban impact and also creating something that's livable and feels good and uh, for the, the people living within the project as well. So we have, from my view, we need to balance those things. Are you? Am I understanding you're saying you would want the entire building dropped? Is that what you're suggesting?
7: Yeah, that that was, I think, a, a comment, something that was observed or a comment on that during the last thing. That, mm-hmm. in order to kind of more of a stepped down approach to that corner where mm-hmm. you have that one, those units on the very top, um, I think that was what we were asking if you guys could kind of study what that might okay. start to yeah. to look like and how that might, again, kind of give you this more layering up to that height on that one corner. Mm-hmm. I think in in the corner that you have on the uh, Santa Clara, there that that's working well, but you, you just don't have that on here as as much. That was kind of where that conversation was before. Okay.
0: Brian, can you briefly walk me through your design concept for the Northwest Plaza?
11: Northwest, the
17: the 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 plaza Plaza at the
11: corner, oh, the plaza at the corner, sorry, sorry, south, southwest. Yeah, thanks, yeah, I mean, in urban spaces, um, you make really small moves and and they have a big impact, I guess, so that's why I would explain it. Um, Before we had um, a significant planner that we were thinking people would sit around and that sort of thing, and I think one of the comments was to maybe make that plaza a little more useful. And if you imagine a, a restaurant use or another use, or just what's going on on Main Street right now, um, the scale of that, that open space is, is pretty good. It's not, it's not gigantic, but, it's, but it's, it would definitely be functional for a restaurant use. And so, um, the idea was to create just a simple l-shaped seat wall at the corner which would sort of serve as a um, a barrier or a subliminal um, way that this is this is semi-private and this is public kind of thing it's a public space but it's sort of like like the businesses downtown with their enclosures for their dining areas uh, it would serve as an informal um, separation and then the tree was just moved out and placed in a in a, in a normal tree grate condition so that it would still provide shade and still be sort of the iconic tree of the corner but it would sort of separate that space a little bit but keep it very very open and the seat wall is intentionally wide so that it can be people can sit on it on both sides, so it sort of serves both sides of the, of the plaza, and that's it.
0: So the public sidewalk intrudes, or is the same material as the semi-public. Yes, it's all open.
11: yes, it's all it's all open, and it could be. I mean, good design is um, loose fit, which means that. Um, you design it and then it could be used a number of different ways. It could be used for a number of different uses. And that's sort of the intention, not to over design it, put too many things in there so that they can populate it with furniture or they can leave it open and do other things with it.
0: Okay. Any additional questions? Okay, if not, then we're going to open the public hearing. Madam is there anybody that wishes to speak? To
1: yes, we have Eight public speakers. Our first public speaker is Bob Guthrie, and after Bob we have Lisa Wolf. you Thank because
6: you.
15: Because it has exceptions and warrants, the 5 rule does not apply? Good evening, I'm gonna start by comparing how the applicant did against your recommendations from the last meeting, that's this slide up here. You had eight recommendations. Number one, the building height should not exceed 75 feet. That was done. Number two, the top floor should be stepped back 10 feet from the edge of the building on three sides. That was not done. Three, maximize the open space. It was increased by about 100 square feet. I'd call that a token effort. Four, increase the sidewalk widths to 12 feet on both frontages. That was not done. Five, revisit the corner plaza design, possibly enlarge, and create a more open feel. The planter was removed, so I'd say there was some effort, but I think there could be a lot more effort. Six, remove and replace the metal siding. That was done. Seven, make modifications to the facade on the west portion of the building along First Street. I'm not sure that's for you to decide. And eight consider widening internal corridors, especially on the podium level. The planters were reduced in size. Again, I'd call that a token effort. So if I was to give this a letter grade, I'd give it a C minus or a D plus. And I think it's well within your rights to expect an applicant to take your recommendations seriously. So asking them to come back again after incorporating most if not all of your recommendations, I think is, is very warranted. And as I mentioned, because there are exceptions and warrants, this the five meeting rule does not apply to this. I me just think about it conceptually. I can't I can't talk anymore, I run out of time. Okay, I now want to talk about Park Plaza being out of context with the area. The area, not surprisingly, is Plaza Park. The transect zone for this area is T five point one and applies to only the buildings immediately surrounding the park. In this area, all but one of the buildings are one and two stories. The exception is the black Tolman-Weicker building at three stories and a partial fourth. So in the existing area, there are no five-story buildings, making Park Plaza out of context. A comparison is drawn to the adjacent AT&T building, implying that because it's tall, it's okay for Park Plaza to be out of character. First off, the AT&T building is in the T6.1 zone. I don't know when it was built, but it was built before the downtown specific plan was written with its specific requirements to prevent a terrible building like that from ever being constructed again. So with that in mind, I don't know why this building would be used for this type of comparison. It just makes no sense to me. Please make additional recommendations for the applicant to reduce the volume of the building so that it will be compatible with the area. And as always, I appreciate all the time and effort you put into reviewing these projects.
1: Lisa Wolf, and after Lisa Wolf, we have Stephen Quat.
12: Okay, hi. I'm back again. I'm a little more organized than last time. Um, I had a lot to say, but after looking at the pictures, um, I think it's very nice that you're considering my house in this. Thank you. Um, okay, last time there was talk about that corner at my alley to knock it down and not look like that. We did all talk about that last time, I do know that. Um, I didn't see a change. Um, And then also how they drive into the parking structure to go underground for the parking. Uh, We talked about uh, trees being there, a block from the alley from my house. Um, There was still a wall, there was trees, and then the pictures I just saw, it's just completely open, meaning the cars would get really close to my house to make a U-turn to go down into the parking. So if that picture's right, that really needs to be looked at from you guys, because the way the alley is, no matter how many feet they put over, um, that's just really, they need a wall, or however they're going to do it, for the alley, and then for their parking structure, and then down. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying. Okay, Um, back to some more of my own parts. Okay, so it went from 63 to 80. That is massive. Um, I just went to the Klamath, I think that's what it's called, on Thompson. They're like a 43 unit. They're huge inside, and I have some friends that moved in there, and they have one car under the ground and no parking out. I know parking's not your issue, but 80 has so much. I've lived in that house over 30 years. I don't know how people are going to park. Okay. That being said, um, okay, what else? There was something big. I'm going to run out of time. Okay, the five-story, a a guy from your architect firm came to my house, knocked on my door, asked if they could take pictures from my balcony. I said yes. My daughter cried and said, no, mom, don't let him up. I let him up. He took pictures. He told me how it was going to be set back on the alley side. He said that, you know, blah, 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 which was great. Um, But it doesn't look like it changed on the pictures. I really want you guys to consider that corner. Because if you're turning, going down Main Street, turning to our great post office, Plaza Park, that's just going to be like a box corner right there. There's going to be no, it's not going to, I don't know, I'm, I freaked out. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I think that's it. I think the alley is the main thing now that I saw the new pictures.
1: Thank you. Time's up. Stephen Quat, And after that, we have Pete Freeman.
10: Okay, this building does not make downtown healthy, diverse, and vibrant. The
6: building is too massive. Sir, if you could actually speak into the microphone, we can hear you, but the recording can't. Thank you.
10: The building is too massive. It's too tall. It's ugly. If you want to turn Ventura into New York City, you're doing a good job of it. It doesn't meet the downtown specific plan. The building is way too tall. Every building there is not more than two stories. Uh, they compare it to the ATT building. Nobody lives in that building. They're not bringing 80 units and 300 cars. Where are people going to park at the post office? And they're talking about a restaurant on the corner. Where's the parking for the restaurant going to be? Okay. You, there's six spots for the post office, and they've got to park around the park. There's not enough parking in the building, and everybody's going to be out on the street. But that building, if you go around, put the corner, the one with the restaurant show on it, where he has that cutout on the other corner. Can you change that slide? I don't know
9: what you're looking for. What are we looking
8: for?
10: It's there. The one that showed the open space on the corner with the cutout. It's there. You had a different rendering in that picture. Uh-huh. No.
6: That one. There you go.
10: OK. So right
6: now, Sir, I office. need you. Sir, you need to speak in the microphone. Thank you. The post office is on, on this side of the street, OK? Short building,
10: closed. This thing comes out in the street. They're talking about a restaurant there. Where are those cars going to park? They don't have enough parking for the people that live in the building. Uh, In in the plan, the restaurant has to have, like, one parking spot for every table they're going to have. Where? Where are they putting it? The building is too big. It doesn't fit. I can't change the paint on my house because I have a Victorian house, and they want to keep it specific to downtown. There's Victorians. One more block over here. You have all the craftsmen on the other side of the park. On the other side of Plaza Park, all the redone craftsmen houses. This does not fit with the neighborhood. It does not fit with the aesthetics of the neighborhood. Thank you. Are you about my time?
1: Pete Freeman, and after Pete, we have Mark Sirota.
5: Well, good evening. Can you hear me? There we go. Good evening uh, DRC members and staff and everybody. While the changes made by the applicant are a move in the right direction, they fall short of what was called for you by or for by you in January. During that previous meeting, Chair Antelman said that the elephant in the room is the size of massing. To reduce these, you recommended a 10-foot step back on the northwest and south elevations. While the applicant did provide a less than required step back on the south and west sides, they made no such move on the north side according to the staff report. Committee member Cormain did say he wanted to see a reduction in the height on the north side. The new proposed citywide development overlays even require the fourth floor to be stepped back 15 feet when a building over three stories abuts a single-family home. The applicant has not only not reduced the height of the north side, they have failed to provide for any step back as recommended by you and stated in your motion. Committee member Cormain asked the applicant during the January meeting why the project went from four to five stories. The applicant's response was due to the affordable units. You just heard a project that provides for a larger percentage of affordable units than this project that is zoned to be three stories and is proposed at three stories so no extra extra stories also there have been numerous projects recently entitled in the downtown area that include affordable units that have not needed to add additional floors the size and mass of this which is which are in the dc drc purview do not fit the character and content of this area which consists of one two and three story buildings as stated in the january 2021 drc staff report quote and nearby buildings range from one to two stories though the majority within a block radius are one or two stories. No buildings in the adjacent area other than the AT&T utility building and portions of the Elk Lodge project reach four stories. Please don't use the AT&T building as an example of character of this neighborhood. You also asked for 12-foot sidewalks. The applicant has stated they are providing 8 to 12-foot sidewalks. Per the project plans, a very small percentage of those sidewalks are 12 feet. Additional open space was suggested the applicant has agreed to add an additional hundred square feet which is a start but needs to go much further so please do not recommend this project that's currently proposed to the Planning Commission and have the ap- applicant come back to you to continue the improvements you've required thank you
1: Mark Sorota and after that we have Wendy Soder.
19: Thank you. Um, I just got two quotes came out of the downtown specific plan. I won't read them. You can read them, but there are a couple words I do want to point out. The development complements the architecture in the area, and uh, it's somewhat out of scope. But I'll show you. There's views uh, enhance the views of the ocean, mountains, and mountains. Next slide, please. Okay, just to remind everybody, the max height is seventy-two point seven. Um, it's a uh, Uh, T5.1, so three stories, three and a quarter stories. This is uh, five stories, a 50% increase. Um, And just a uh, a question I have, I know there's a big project going on at 211 on Figueroa and Thompson. They've got six six stories and 69 feet. So I'm not sure why for five stories we have uh, 72 feet. Next slide, please. So, okay, don't laugh. This is a poor man's story poll. Across the way next to the post office there's a palm tree my wife and I were able to measure it you can't see it very well but I have a 10-foot scale took a picture scaled the tree that tree happens to be 73 feet down to the sidewalk next slide so that's how high this building is going to be okay renderings don't we've talked about story uh, poles before they're the ones if you really want to get a sense of height that's what you want renderings it's really tough to get the proper sense. And to me, that's excessively high in that area. Next slide. Just two other views from the park. It's gonna totally change the atmosphere of the park with a building that high. And when you let this go, there'll be other ones doing the same things. It's out of context. And the last slide's a bit out of scope for this meeting. It's just that this is in the coastal zone, so views of the ocean are important, and this does going to block ocean views. Likewise, I didn't have a chance, but the building is also going to block views from the park or elsewhere in town of the hillsides. That's all I have to say. Thank you.
1: We have Wendy Sauter and then Alex Magone.
20: Good evening, evening DRC members. The applicant is still asking for well over a full story above what this lot is zoned for. The applicant went from four stories initially to five, as you know. Please ensure that this building fits better into the existing historic area. I appreciate the suggestions that you made in January. The purpose of this committee is to make important suggestions to the applicants, which should be heeded. Please insist that the setbacks 12-foot sidewalk, and the open space recommendations you made are incorporated. Please also speak to the excessive height compared to all but one building in the vicinity. And I just wanted to um, read the Housing Accountability Act was amended to prohibit more than five hearings when reviewing a project that complied with the general plan and zoning objective standards when the application was deemed complete. This project doesn't comply, and respectfully, Jamie, when you added the city council meeting, a city council meeting is an appeal, so um, I don't believe that that applies either. I appreciate all the time that you take to review all of the buildings that we have before you, and hope that you really look back at what your comments were, especially for the woman who lived in the lives in the Craftsman home. I really remember the shade and the fact that that was of concern, that whole, that whole side of the building. And um, I hope that, that you really do keep with that one um, enhancement that, that you had suggested. I think it's real important, especially if you live right next. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Alex. M- Alex McGone. McGon. Mongoni, Alex Mongoni. And then last we'll have Ross Currens.
16: <clears throat> Thanks for your time, everyone. Um, for clarity, I thought the bike lane and bus stop area were on the prior presentation from January. I'm just going to bring that up. Um, I'd like to make some comments regarding the committee recommendations back in January. Uh, I was a little confused on the DRC recommendation for the building height not to exceed 75 feet, which is still above the DTSP requirement. Uh, It'd be great to get a quick clarification on how that was determined, the 75 feet. Um, The building height is certainly an element of the design, and and, and considering this this design is the most significant element. Uh, The fifth floor was recommended to be stepped back 10 feet. The applicant only set back six feet to six feet 11 inches. There should not be any compromise here. Um, currently you can see the entire AT&T building. Uh, I'm not sure how setbacks showing just a small portion would really make any difference from what we're currently, currently, currently looking at. Um, maximizing open space 100 square feet is inadequate considering the applicant uh, did not sit back the fifth floor or increase the sidewalk width as requested. Um, it seems like they'd put Uh, little to no effort into that and uh, Lastly the DRC requested 12-foot sidewalks at both frontages, and this was not done another thing that I don't think we can compromise on Um, And let's be clear those are eight nine-foot sidewalks. There's cutouts the way a pedestrian travels those are eight nine foot sidewalks Um, I don't think that you received adequate explanation as to why they didn't fully implement your guys's um, comments and requirements from January other than they're not standard. And I say requirement uh, because this design and in January was not approved pending changes. It was requested that changes be made and come back to you guys for approval. And I think they did very little. They did uh, slim to none as was pointed out previously. Um, you know, there's a, something I, I mentioned the, the last ERC meeting, there's a significant amount of square footage in this project that's communal to the, to the residents. Uh, In my eyes, there is no reason why they can't reduce the massing of the building by removing some of that communal square footage. There's a gym, a meeting room, a yoga room, rooftop deck. Uh, Certainly, we can accommodate at least at a minimum your guys' changes, um, if not more. Um, That's it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you.
1: Last, we have Ross Currens.
21: Thanks for hearing me tonight. I just have a few general comments um, and and a few concerns. So this is a very large development for this area. Um, It's it's an extremely imposing building for this space. Currently, the aesthetic there is is very open, and um, this this area just is not occupying uh, anything of this type of height. So five stories is very imposing. Would cause a major a major change in aesthetics to the area. Um, when descending, First Street currently you do have a, a nice and open view towards the ocean that you walk down in a big green space. Um, also, with this area, the parking traffic impact on livability, biking, walking safety. After Main Street Moves was put into place, there was a. Um, a big shift in traffic that moved over to Santa Clara Street. I'm not sure if there's been any thought to the density and traffic that's gone to that area. Um, There's just a couple four-way stops as you go through both of those areas currently, and it's pretty congested. Um, It's just a small two-lane street going through there currently. Uh, The the number of parking spaces is, is extremely limited as it is. Uh, putting 80 units in there and I'm not sure how many parking spaces were included in this building but that would have a lot of parking that would go outside and then there's guest parking that I'm not sure if that's been considered. Uh, It'd be a major overflow to Santa Clara Street and that's a lot of Main Street parking currently as well for people that are coming and going to events in that area. Um, I, I just think overall this building is very large and it would, it would cause a major shift to the, the regional aesthetics around that area. That's all.
1: Thank you. That concludes public comment on this item.
21: Okay, then I'm going to uh, close the public hearing.
0: Uh, before we deliberate, does anyone have any additional questions for staff based on what we've heard?
13: If I may, I did want to um, over here, excuse me, clarify something um, which may help when you're designing your um, recommendations. uh, That one of the speakers had mentioned that the SB 330 does not apply because of the um, exceptions and warrants, however, um, and if the planner could confirm this, that there weren't exceptions and warrants in this project, they were density bonus concessions and waivers. That's correct. So in that case, the five-meeting rule would apply. still applies. Mm-hmm.
6: And I, I do want to add, just to clarify, that an appeal does count towards those five meetings. So effectively, you're reserving one in the event that an item is appealed, as well. Okay.
0: I, don't, I don't think that impacts. total of eight. Some were done, some were ignored, and some were somewhere in between. And, uh, we need to come up with some type of motion forward to the Planning Commission uh, that addresses our concerns. Uh, if it would help, you can start with comment number one and discuss it and move forward or we could do something else. <laughs> and <then coughs> the Members stay comfortable with. <laughs> What's the something else? Well, we could talk about other issues and instead of one through eight, but I think since one through eight have been identified and we've already deliberated on them, uh, it might be a good place to start. Well,
8: I think the, um, the issue of the height and you know that to me that's tied in with the second point of the setbacks that to the intention there is to m- minimize the visual impact of the height by asking for the setback and i think and it's also tied into the corner issue on a fur up by the Craftsman house you know these are all the massing is what the issue is here and you know i, I would still like to see more setback um, on the top floor and then really look at the that uh, northwest corner in bringing it down a story just on the corner it does not have to be the entire north side, but just to reduce the massing at that corner, stepping it down, to do some kind of gesture to the um, the, the craftsman building there. Um, am I to understand correctly that we've gone back 10 more feet to provide, or th- that was there in the original pro- a proposal for the ingress-egress to the parking?
9: That's correct. It was a total of 20 feet before. It's the same now. Okay.
8: So the only difference we have is a little bit of a, a six-foot setback at the very top, or a portion of the north. facade. I'm getting. Yeah, I think it needs to be. It needs to be more than that. It needs to. It needs to acknowledge that um, historic house a little bit more.
0: Do you
8: still
4: think uh, comment number two is still relevant? Yes, I do. Can I ask a question of, of our committee? I wasn't here last meeting, and I, I did watch the video, and I still don't understand. Where did we come up with 75 feet? I, I
8: think, think it was that was what we were assuming was the height of the AT&T building.
4: So we're judging everything off the AT and T building. The standard, you the question,
8: the oh, I, no, I right. actually,
4: I actually know the answer. <laughs> it came from a C, it came from C one. Yeah, the C one. Uh, that's where. That's where it came from. But shouldn't have that come? Shouldn't have the height come more from uh, the, the downtown specific plan and that height, and then allowing the exception to go taller than that? Because right now we're saying, okay, we're, it used to be a C1. Now the downtown specific plan overlays over that, and we're guided by that. But the, the it, it has nothing had, to do with that.
8: We were looking for a height that made sense. Um, that, uh, because at that time, we were not entirely sure as to what concessions meant or our actions
4: okay yeah Since it, it, then it doesn't learned
8: it. that we are more capable of sending it on to planning commissions noting that it did not meet
4: okay because it's it's actually three stories with 25% if you follow the downtown specific plan is that that's right right yes. so uh, going off the AT&T building I th- hope that someone doesn't go off the crown plaza or whatever it is now um when they do something down at the pier, but I, I thanks for the answer. I did but I, I think that we should have considered should have been considering the uh, the T5.1 of uh, standards because that to me is more relevant now, although I, I, I don't have a problem with going uh, we're going up up above that. that's not that's not such a big problem. I, I my opinion of the building still hasn't changed. I still believe it's uh, it's too tall, it's too massive. For the for the sidewalk and the area, um, I I I want I want downtown to get tall, but we're not going to take care of all of our housing and all of our massiveness in one project. So I know that I know I strayed from that, but I was going to, to the number one <laughs> of sure. the no, question.
0: I think we need to look at all these, uh,
8: but, but it's, um, I also do not discount the context of the immediate site which I is agree. showing a tall building. You may not like it, but it's there.
4: But we actually don't even know how tall that is.
8: No, we, we weren't clear <laughs> when we...
4: Yeah, I, I, I even tried to... I measured it off of the Google Maps, but uh, I, I didn't get 75 feet.
8: I mean, I tell my but students... I, I could be the adjacencies very adjacencies and the context is something viable to consider when you're designing.
4: So yeah, and I also think adj- adjacencies that are awful are ones not necessarily to follow. I mean, we don't want to follow, but and I don't know, I just don't think we follow mistakes.
0: He a question about standard of practice. The standard of practice in 1910 and 1920 is probably quite different than our current standard of practice, so.
9: Chair, can we talk into the mic? Yes. Thank you.
0: So standard of practice, architectural design mm-hmm. Can we it's a little closer. Closer. is quite different well, uh, closer. in 1920, 1910 to 2023. So I think making comparisons to existing buildings, which could never probably be approved today, is probably not valid.
8: Yeah, I mean, we could argue that, but because massing is massing, you see it or you don't. It doesn't really matter when it was built or what style it is. It's there. So... I, um, what I'm saying is you can't discount the fact that they can talk about that as part of their um,
0: reasoning for this.
4: And I agree with you about talking about it. Yeah. In you any concerns on
0: your part about...
7: Yeah, I, I, I think I, I am you know, kind of disappointed that especially that one corner didn't drop down kind of as we were asking for and I think that would really help because it does feel I do appreciate the articulation and the the that the, there's a breaking up of, of the overall massing um, ironically I kind of miss the taller chimneys uh, because I guess what that does is it does give you again more articulation in the in the vertical plane and whereas now, with the after, it, it feels a little more, I don't know, squashed at the top. Um, and, you know, again, having traveled quite a bit through like old Europe and places, again, I, I just always have loved that um, vertical, you know, up and down that, that you get, that variety of, of, of structure, of, of uh, architecture. And and then, but here, again, on that one fur corner, it, it really does feel like it it wants to it needs to drop there and it, and it it's not so I, I i am kind of frustrated that that didn't happen i'm also the tw- 12 foot sidewalks I, I think that is very important i understand the architect the applicant you guys have your reasons i don't i'm not quite maybe though you could explain that again what what is driving the resistance to do that i, I get it that a lot of our sidewalks currently aren't there, but we're, we're wanting to go there. And I think that that's kind of one of our goals here at the DRC is to try to push these projects in, in the directions that, that we overall want to see more often in the downtown. Um, I think on the corner plaza area, I, I appreciate the simplification of that. I feel the bench could be an issue with skateboarders, whatnot, after just watching the X Games. If you could see it, I couldn't. I had to watch it on TV, but anyway, that's another story. But the, um, maybe if you just rotate that L, or, you know, because the way the tree is kind of kissing that that bench, maybe it just wants to be completely open there, um, and then without that wall, because you're going to have furniture, you're going to populate that with the the cafe. I don't. Do you really even need that wall there? Um, but I think, especially with that that bus stop and, and that and that that's great. We really need that downtown. Um, that especially in that area, that that twelve foot sidewalk is even more important. That twelve foot wide sidewalk. Um, Personally, the the tall massings and and so I get it, we we kind of have to go up. We that's kind of what what we have to do in in the downtown. It is a downtown. We're kind of an urban, we're a city. I grew up in a very small town, not not like this. I, I mean, it's it's you know. So, but I think again, stepping down like some of the things we did, like some of the setbacks. I think that would really help. Those are kind of my. Thoughts. I, I do have some more detailed comments on some of the landscaping, but we could get there. Mr.
0: Chair, could I ask that clarify? We, we need to deliberate.
8: Okay. Oh. In terms of the of the um, the courtyard and space there, I think we um, did a, You know, it's a lot bigger than it was by moving all that space. Um, into that, uh, to make that square courtyard now a more linear courtyard, uh, I think that that works. It's, it's acceptable.
4: Are you talking about the corner?
8: No, I'm talking about the interior. Interior, cor-
4: interior courtyard. Yeah. Oh, okay. You were talking about the cor- uh, exterior cor- uh, oh, corner. I was
7: talking about the corner, but on on the interior courtyard, yeah, I appreciate that it got bigger. I think um, some of the things that I saw before that I, maybe there's, I think there could be maybe a little. Better improvement on the articulation of the spaces in there, but that, I could go more into that detail um, if we're ready to go there.
4: Well, I'll jump on your your your, cor- your exterior southwest corner right. really quick before you go. Are on. you going to
7: shut me down again? Okay.
4: No, not yet. Um, I actually think that that's that's. To me, the best part of the of the building and how it steps back and has a corner and creates space. I think exactly. I don't. I don't think you were not saying no, that. No, no, I, I okay. love that corner. That's the great space. Um, I don't know about the, the the bench. I think it's something to help contain it, whether it's trees or whether it's something that helps create a room. There it is is acceptable. They're definitely going to have skateboards on it. That doesn't that doesn't bother me necessarily. But um, I think that that corner is is. For me, it's one of the it's the, it's the most positive space, and the bulb out really helps it out. I mean, that really becomes a space with the bulb out. And the in, the in this rendering, the the truncated domes are yellow, and the other one they were more subtle, which would be really great if you guys have control of that to not have these yellow ones. But I think that corner's nice.
0: I agree with you, uh, but I like to see it a little larger, and I think maybe enhanced pavement would be more appropriate, so you could separate the.
4: The but but if you have the same if you have the same material on the ground and they come up and they put a, a table on it, I I think that it feels more like it's our space. I, I'm I'm probably not going to live here, so the building's not going to be mine. But that that corner is everybody's in the, in the city, and I think that gesture of that corner. Is, is great and I think I personally think it's okay for the material to go through and it just to feel like a bigger plaza if you could have some delineation but I don't think it has to be a total total difference I think it would probably still be successful if they if they change the, the 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 ground material but I think successful as as one as well
7: yeah, I kind of like the, how that you can kind of move through that space it could be a cut through when you don't have the tables there and, and it's not being activated by the cafe at the time. I guess my one problem with the bench is it's you got the tree well right next to the the bench and that creates kind of a negative tension. Yeah, I I, I think you want airspace there. It feels like when that tree would grow larger, could that become an issue? So that's why maybe if you flipped it, um that might you could then somebody could be sit at that corner looking at the corner and then you would have the the tree in front of you, unfortunately, but you, you that might help it breathe a little more, or again, I don't even know if you need that bench there, to be honest, could be outdoor furniture, whatever. Um, right. But I, I, I appreciate that plaza.
4: Yeah, I think the corner's great. So I
0: think we're looking for uh, some type of motion.
7: But can we, before, I do have some comments on the plaza area, On the that, that would be, excuse me, the um, the podium. If we go to that, so the one thing, uh, yeah, the before and after. I, I it, there's some sadness to see that you did kind of lose a little bit more. You had a little more width, yes. uh, yeah Yeah. No, okay. It's
1: the design ghost.
7: Yeah. <laughs> time go. Okay. Um, but I again. The widening of the greater plaza, I think that makes it worthwhile because then you have more usable space for all of the residents. So, you know, I applaud that. My one concern would be the just the way the planter shape is. It's kind of got a piano and it kind of goes into this round, raised planter that goes from brick and there's a different material. I'm not quite sure. I think that could use more study in how that you're defining the outdoor spaces right around that. I, I don't know if it makes it, it's the most efficient shape. And it, it feels a little awkward where you go from that raised brick planter to this kind of curvy, worthy um, kind of piano shape. I, I think I would ask that that would be studied a little more. And again, like how is it working with adjacent tables and chairs in, in that open area? That would be my concern. There, I think the roof garden is awesome. It's, it looks great. I think all the spaces there are working as as they should. Um, on the ground floor, I do have. I would just for trees. I would say the humble area. I think that gets that black sooty mold in the corner, and those those can get quite large. I might rethink that tree there. Although I love I love that tree. It, I don't know if that's the best spot for it. Um, and then also. The Quercus lobata at the, at the corner, why that that is a majestic specimen tree, beautiful beautiful tree. I don't know how well it will do on the coast. I used to usually see those this close to the coast, so maybe uh, another tree might be better served for that. Um, Brian, I know you, you're 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 a great landscape architect, and you know you, if you feel confident that's going to make it, then then I'm okay with it. But um, that that would be. Those will be my general comments.
4: So you're saying, it, or maybe I just should say what I think that that is that I think the the change in the in the courtyard on the podium level is an improvement for the for the, I, for I the think courtyard. The, and I mean, it, and that was just a hallway on the edges, and now it's actually moving moving that one area. It could become it's, it's more courtyard. It's larger. Courtyard now can, larger. It's larger. Yeah.
7: You can. I think there's more uses you can have in there. I think I know this is still. You know preliminary level that I think that that's some more study of that space and how you are articulating it and then with those those planters I think there's just some things there that the, the shapes how they're coming together is it's not working for me so that would yeah I think that that, 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 that,
4: imp- that improves it as far as massing as well uh, it's it, it, it improves the the west elevation and It also improves the the massing of of as the building goes up the street. For me.
0: Uh, Do we have a consensus? Do we need to hear from the architect on any additional information or comments? I don't. don't
4: Unless unless you guys want to hear something. I don't. I
7: I would like to, I think there's a a lot of comments about the, the. the 12-foot sidewalks. I think if the if the architect if you would be willing to kind of comment on that a little more, like what what is driving, the, why why you guys don't want to do the 12? What's what's is it the pencil? <laughs> it doesn't pencil out. What? i
0: going to
17: ask my question. Also answer his and ask my question. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, bottom line is the lot is a certain size, they bought that lot. Now the city is saying, yeah, give us two feet of that to make our sidewalks wider. Um, It's okay, Uh, that pushes everything. It makes all the dwellings smaller or it makes the courtyard smaller. We can do it. It, The parking is tight, always. Parking drives so much of this. Um, My request would be if if that's going to be a comment or a sort of a, a DICTUM FROM THE DRC THAT YOU GUYS WANT TO SEE THAT, I REQUEST THAT THAT BE A RECOMMENDATION TO THE PLANNING COMMISSION, NOT THAT WE COME BACK HERE TO SHOW YOU A 12-FOOT SIDE THAT WOULD BE MY REQUEST FOR ALL OF US, FRANKLY. I KNOW THAT WE HAVE A LIMITED NUMBER OF HEARINGS. Um, I, I WANT TO ASK THE QUESTION BECAUSE I THINK MAYBE I DIDN'T UNDERSTAND THE ORIGINAL. Uh, JAMIE, IF WE COULD GO TO THAT SLIDE THAT SHOWS THE, the WEST CORNER WITH THE Craftsman HOUSE IN IT. I don't know where it is either. Uh, no, she. she uh, no, it, that doesn't that doesn't show what we need to see. It was it was in my slide, I know, but I thought it was in here too. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I didn't understand. What I thought I was hearing was that this whole thing was supposed to step down. And I didn't see how that was appropriate or was gonna work. But what I am maybe hearing is that the top floor should be pushed back. And if you wanted us to push that back 10 or 12 feet, that craftsman house element, we could do that for sure. But I don't think I fully understood what the request was. So I just wanted to put that out there.
7: Yeah, I think we were requesting that it, it did get dropped down Am I, am I wrong
17: in that? What get dropped down? That corner. The, the entire height. The enti- So this entire, all of this. You drop one level. So lose lose those apartments is what you're saying.
0: Well, it's up to your. Design. Oh, just one.
17: <laughs> okay. Well, it, if that could be made clear, if that's something that you guys want and you want to make a recommendation to planning commission, that would be my request. Okay. Thank you.
4: So the the width of the the, the sidewalks and the and in the downtown and everywhere has does have an impact on how how downtown specific plan and other things are are generated. So the, the width to height ratio that when you're there's supposed to be th- um, three stories and, the, and then the sidewalk the building goes out to the to the property line. I totally appreciate that the owner wants to take care of, you know go to their property lines, which they have the right to. Um, but they're also raising the building much higher than what the downtown-specific plan says, so it seems like it's a good good neighbor, uh, good developer uh, gesture to to give the 12 feet. So when you say that the city's asking for it, they're also, the the downtown-specific plan's also asking for three stories and 25% four stories. So
0: you're comfortable in asking the planning commission Do you consider comment
4: number four? I think so. It's it it, it's going to be narrow with uh, four stories with with the fifth story on there. It's it's going to feel more narrow. Um, I think our sidewalks are too narrow anyways. I think they're too narrow at the Stanley. uh, gardner building i think they're too narrow at finneys i think they're they're just too narrow and uh, unfortunately there's a lot of places we can't do anything about it we could have a a good gesture friendly gesture from the developer that that they could move it back and help help out our our urban situation i think that the wider sidewalk and having you know people be able to walk by it is it's just a good gesture it, i don't think it's required um, it's their it's their, their property line
0: RC comment number two. Uh, do we have consensus on that as a group?
4: Are you talking about the, the width of sidewalk? Oh, okay.
0: Uh, this one no. Uh, number two is the top floor should be stepped back ten feet from the edge of the building on the north, south, and west sides. Uh, the uh, floor setback is six point six feet four inches on First Street, and there is varied setback at six to uh, six to s- eleven feet. On Santa Clara, so do we still have consensus that this is something we would like to forward to the plan commission? Yes.
4: Okay. I, I I agree with that. Okay.
0: Um, so we got two for number eight. So consider widening the interior corridors, specifically on the podium side. I think I think that was accomplished. It it it
4: it, it was widened on one side, not widened on the other, which is okay because the other side's a corridor, right? So on the side where it's actually open, is is it was widened.
0: What I'm hearing is we still think uh, it's too massive.
8: Well, I mean it, it has. Commissioner Groden mentioned it; it exceeds the zoning for the site, so we can add that to the um, motion. Well, there's no motion, but um,
0: time. I'm just trying to get consensus so we can develop a motion.
4: I think it's pretty clear that I, I feel that way. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Does anyone to have- this hour, you don't fault with the height though.
7: I just saw that one corner, I'd like to see that drop. I think that would help because you got you got some art, you have that happening on in, in the rest of the except for, of course, the uh ATT building, but that doesn't concern me.
0: I just think we need to make our concerns very, very clear to the planning commission.
8: So, are, are we? are we going to approve to send on with these provisions?
0: That's one possibility we could do that, that it's forwarded with the following uh, modific- recommended uh, modific- modifications or changes to the design.
8: Seems like that's what we all do now. We do now. That's
0: all we do, is we recommend yeah, This is what we, right we do, yep. The, uh, so OK, well I would.
8: I guess I'll attempt a motion here. Um, I make a motion to move this uh, to the Planning Commission with the um, provision that the top floors still be set back 10 feet um, from the top of the fourth floor. Stated in comment number one. Yes, stated comment number two. two. And um, as stated in comment number four, uh, increase the sidewalk widths to 12 feet in all circumstances. And then the addition to reduce the northwest corner by one story um, as a transition to the alley and the adjacent. Two-story Craftsman house. And, uh, mm. is there anything you wanted to add about the uh, courtyard?
7: The the corner courtyard? Yeah. Yeah. Just you know. I don't think I think maybe just get rid of the bench and it works.
8: You you want them to consider it or get rid of it? I guess we're just considering everything. Yeah.
7: Yeah, well, or rotating it or or removing it. And then the tree, and then also rethinking that tree species. Okay. But something that's more, I think, more coastal tolerant.
0: So when you say rethink, you're saying you have concerns? Yes,
7: yes. yes. But maybe Brian could convince me that that's going to work there. If he, th- if he thinks it's going to work there, I'll...
8: And then a... I'm sorry, is that... What's that? Is that what you want to add?
7: Yeah.
8: I also want to, to also make sure that it's noted that the building exceeds the, uh, the zoning for the downtown's so reserve plan. We
0: have consensus on that. We, that's going to be included in the motion.
7: To repeat that? Agree? That.
0: The We're noting that it
8: yeah. exceeds the what's allowed in the Downtown, specific line, zoning. I'm down
7: with that. In, no, terms, of any height,
0: any in terms of height, in terms of height. additional, or you have to see that motion?
4: Uh, I don't. I don't have any amendments to the motion. Okay. I I agree with uh, most of it. I I. I yeah, I, I don't have any amendments. Okay.
0: You have it all down. Okay. So we do have a motion. We do need a second.
7: And then, the, just on the the, I guess this is additional thing in the as far as the podium floor. Um, uh, it's a suggestion to you know I know it's preliminary, but maybe rethinking that planter. That's it.
0: Wish to include that in the motion? Yes. On the podium floor.
7: That's right. you know, okay. Okay, and we we do have a motion, and
0: we need a second.
7: I'll second it.
4: Any possibility of reading the motion?
10: Yeah. No. You gonna That's do it true. off the That's recording? True. Okay. Do it on the
4: recording. Okay.
6: Yes, Sonia, Do you think you can read it into the the record for us? Give it a
13: shot. Um, let's see. So the top floor. And um, for comment number two is to be set back the ten feet. And uh, comment number four increase uh, to twelve feet in all circumstances. Reduce the northwest corner by one story in um, the transition to alley to the two-story craftsman house. Number eight, um, if you could clarify a little. I have rotate or remove um, something in the courtyard with bench, more.
7: The, co- that's the, seat, the bench. Oh, the
13: bench, okay. The and then um, use a more coastal tolerant tree species.
7: It's a seat wall. Seat wall. Seat wall? Yeah, that's what it is. Seat yeah, it's a seat wall. That's what it's technically called. I oh, not thank a, bench, you. It's a seat wall.
13: Um, and then uh, in the po- the podium floor, rethinking the planter. And a note that this exceeds the zoning for downtown specific plan in terms of height. Does that capture everything? Yes. Okay.
0: Adam can you call
13: the roll? Sure.
1: Member Cormain? Yes. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Grouden. No. Chair Antelman? Yes. Motion carries.
0: see more complete plans presented to us, more complete Mm -hmm. packages, including sections, window details, uh, landscaping. Um, It's difficult enough to make decisions even if you have everything. When things are missing it makes it more difficult. Yeah,
7: it's been a number of times now that we have had to do a last minute scramble for the landscape. So we can have a Mm checklist
0: that you, you can work with.
4: The the last one, the second one was complete. Do you do we agree with that? Okay, second one was yeah. Second one was complete. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Because it had sections. It had a landscape.
0: Anybody else have anything before I move on? I would still
8: like a clarification on the on the issue of the meeting numbers, and you know the the five meeting rule. In terms of you know what constitutes following the zoning guidelines. Or not. I mean if they're going for the concession, that doesn't fall under you know the fact that it doesn't meet the zoning.
6: No. And so the state density bonus law actually specifies that use of a concession or a waiver doesn't constitute non compliance with a general plan or zoning either. So it is very specific that they're to be separated effectively. We can definitely bring this to a future meeting, though, and have yeah, a, and a, kind of, of my, more general conversation about, about it.
8: Because I'm not, you know, I don't really know much about what the state's coming down with, and how it affects us. And obviously, it it affects us very seriously.
4: I I agree with you that it would be really nice to have a clarification. We've got, you know, we got explanations, but I'm still slightly confused because I've read it, and um, I don't. I'm not a lawyer, um, but I. I've read it and I kind of took something different from it, but I, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but I would it would be nice to have a, have a clarification meeting or just someone come in and maybe that'd be part, an a, a agenda item.
6: Well, we can so certainly it bring it that back. include any
8: presentations that are done as advisory when, when they come to us just as a preliminary without having entered into the formal review process? Does the five meetings include that?
6: It does, it still counts. So as as long I'd as like they've ab-
8: discouraged that because I'd like to see it ahead of time before the formal process.
6: Right. So that still does count as a meeting, as long as there is an application in place. Uh, which is what occurs prior to even coming to you earlier in the process that would count as a meeting. So it's it's complicated. The applicant could certainly waive the five meeting requirement, but it doesn't preclude them from suing us if we don't meet the five meeting requirement. So it's it's a complicated requirement. We can definitely come back and and talk through it a bit more. And obviously for this project, it's made a little bit easier that there isn't historic preservation committee as well. So when you add that in, that's another group that also counts towards that five. So it's just something to think about. And we can certainly include that information as well for projects that um, particularly have come to you already, but projects in general just at the beginning to queue you up. This is one of X number of meetings that we have planned, DRC, Historic Preservation, then Planning Commission, et cetera. This way you can kind of see the process and where you fit into that process. And I think it's also really helpful for the public just to see where we're at in the process as well. So we can work on beefing that up for future meetings.
0: What happens be when we have a joint meeting with
6: this It counts. As
0: one or two?
6: As as one public hearing, since it is a joint meeting, but it absolutely counts. But you can't have a joint meeting where you both make the recommendation, right? So they do have to be separately held meetings to have the recommendations occur. So we wouldn't be able, in, in the event that there was some massive project that um, necessitated that, it, it, it's possible it could happen, but it wouldn't. You would ha- still have separate meetings to make the recommendations to the Planning like Commission. Just one
0: more meeting. We did that.
6: This, they would be very tough to combine to be totally honest. Um, you know in an information session type situation, it's it's easier, but once you start deliberating, have public comment, there, you really have two completely separate purviews in this case.
8: And we can't continue.
6: And Continuing it means that there's another meeting. So, for example, for this most recent project, it was continued to a future public hearing, and then another hearing was held. Even if the public meeting is closed, if you close the public hearing, it's its number of meetings. And so, it you know, it really was a limitation that the state put so that you couldn't continue to keep tabling items and, and have them on the table forever. So um, they really... Uh, you know, restricted city's ability to uh, take a number of meetings, particularly in these earlier meetings prior to approval. And ultimately, if you um, get to that fifth meeting, you do need to take action, or the the project is considered approved legally.
4: In this case, uh, the, I think the applic- the application, the first application, was prior to the state law. Right? Is that is that right? The I very don't... first one. Of a this, long time ago for, of this last project?
6: I don't believe so.
4: So the, so when it was a long linear building that was three stories plus, and then when it went to whatever this that was. This law has been
6: in effect for quite some time.
4: Okay. So prior to 2017 or 18 or whatever that was. 2018. When was this applied for? It, it, it was first heard, heard by DRC in 2018. 18. It was one that was it was a long linear. Yeah. Like okay, so th- it, uh, that was my original question. So that was actually uh, a different different proposal. So this is this project, the two projects you showed us originally. That, that is not this project. That's a different applicant.
6: Okay. So that was withdrawn, and then new applications were submitted.
4: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And I want to make staff aware of something.
0: Uh, as architects. Uh, Every time we renew our license, we're tested on uh, handicap requirements, ADA. Uh, the state has a new requirement now called net zero, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but, and I'm thinking this could have an impact on our future. Uh, I do have some information for you on that, so it's something you might want to forward to Ned and take a look at it, since we're, we're, as architects, we're all being impacted
6: by it. Absolutely. Thank you. Any other comments? Just from a staff perspective, I just wanted to let you know that our next design review committee meeting is August 16th. Thank you so much. Be here. All right, meeting is adjourned.
9: For, you gotta leave it yeah,
4: for my HP C number. I've done the net zero oh, stuff I have okay. oh, no. I've not taken tax I've 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 in the process because I, I expire this year.
1: Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are damn boring. Yeah, and I just